today. If you got your phone, put it on silent for me. All right, intro in three, two, one. What's happening, y'all? Y'all know what time it is. Omar Al-Assad and Ruckus Man back here. We have the Killer Instinct Podcast. But Al-Assad, say hi to the people for me. Yeah, you see? AKA Omar 100. Y'all know the time. Yeah, That's right. Because that keeps it 100. 100, a whole buck, you see? Now, today, today, we have... Our most special guest to date. Our most special guest <laughs> to date. This man has represented this country in the sport of boxing on the most elite levels. Listen, I believe in giving people their flowers while they're alive. What would you say about that? Same thing, same thing. We got we to gotta respect our Bahamian heroes while they're still alive. Who is this man that we are talking about? Well, guess what? I let overseas explain it for y'all. Fighting out of the red corner, wearing the black trunks with the teal. As a professional, his record stands at 20 wins, 14 of those coming by way of knockout against one blemish. Fighting out of Atlanta, Georgia, by way of Nassau, Bahamas. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Toriano Johnson. That's right. Like Y'all that. heard that. With us today on mic in studio, however you want to say it, right here at CrossFit Island 242, we have brother Toriano D. Johnson. Welcome to the Killer Instinct Podcast, my brother. <laughs> oh my, it's an honor. Oh, it's an honor. Did you work? <laughs> yeah, Mr. D. Johnson. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm blown away. Like, where did you find this stuff? <laughs> hey, God, God made a little thing called YouTube, you know, so I had to jump on that and yeah, yeah I, I download that. You don't just don't jump online and, and, and play the vibe. No, I got to download that, put that shit in the archives. Wow, man. <laughs> That's what hey. you got to do. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Man, we are welcoming. We we appreciate you being here with us, sir. And 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 man, like I said before, we gotta give the brother his flowers while he's here. Um, but I also, well, we also wanna take this opportunity to stop and also honor others that have blazed the trail before us, especially in the sport of boxing. So, uh, Brother Johnson, why don't we let you let you elaborate. elaborate on some of that. Oh, indeed. You definitely have to give, uh, you know, the roses to those who are alive and, yes, even those who had passed away. We have the legendary Leonard Boston Blackie, God rest his soul, who had passed away earlier, the early part of last year. Changed a lot of lives, um, mm -hmm. Boston. Yes, indeed. And we have, again, another legend who's a counterpart of Boston Blackie, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the great Dynamite Philip Fritz. Dynamite Fritz. Philip Dynamite yeah. Fritz. Was a, he was a big part of my, when I came back to the Bahamas, my career, he was a big part of it. He was a mm -hmm. dude. He was always in the gym yes. every day, the first one in the gym. He used to, he used to manage the clock. Okay, okay. And so, All right. And so if, if, if he really liked how the round was going, he put the clock just a little bit more. <laughs> just a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Philip Fritz, Dynamite Fritz. He used to bring every day, he used to bring Slam Bomb. 
For right. anybody, anybody, if you wanted right. some slam bomb, he'd, he'd, he'd fix you <laughs> up. <laughs> okay, Every all right. day, bro. Like, all right. yeah, special so guy. The story of those two gentlemen must be told. You know, Dynamite mm. and Boston Blackie. You know, those two actually, they were rivals. Mm, okay. They, they fought each other on many occasions. And in fact, I remember a story told where Dynamite fits one of the biggest men in boxing, mm. in boxing worldwide. Uh, yeah. Bo- He's a big fella. Yeah. He's a big man. Dynamite Fitz was a really big man. Mm. You know, mm. and. Uh, he fought Boston Black in the heavyweight division, and Boston said, "Boy, dynamite, something else." You know, my foot never stopped hurting even <laughs> days after the fight when when dynamite stepped on my foot. <laughs> that's how big Did he dynamite step on his was. foot and knock him down? It, it's something like that, right? Well, I can actually leave that because that's another story, <laughs> another traumatic one. But that to leave for those others uh, in, in respect to speak of, you know. Mm. But those two were rivals, but mm. they were not just rivals; they were legends. Mm. And um, hats off. Definitely. You know, I, I, I want to ask Brother Johnson, what did both of them mean to you as a Bahamian boxer? You know, it, it's a sad case for our country when, you know, we have icons in the arms and we are walking among legends mm. and we don't even know it. Mm. You know, it. Uh, Elijah Obed, I've learned mm. about him, you know, later on in life. Mm-hmm. In fact, my dad knew of him, but, you know, never really, you know, educated me about Elijah Obed mm. until I found out that we did have a Bahamian who's a world champion yes. in professional boxing. Yes, yes. And when I found that out, I aspired to be a world champion boxer because mm. if he could do it, yes, I can do it. Yes. And believe it or believe it so, you know, because if, a, if one Bahamian can do it, we yeah, all can yeah, do yeah. it. You bet right. You know, we bet all right. can do it. And that's what uh, generated my interest to become a world champion. Mm. And when I heard, you know, there were fighters them who were going to the Olympic and all that, I think, hey, if they can do it, mm. I can do it too. That's scary. And that propelled my interest. And and meeting Boston Blackie and Dynamite Fritz, you know, those mm. gentlemen, I'm going to tell you, you know, again, they are giants in the in the world of boxing. Mm. Giants mm. with integrity and morals, and just knowing them was sufficient. Mm. Knowing them, Dan my fit, he fought with uh, George Foreman. He, he trained with George Foreman, mm. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, mm. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. the greatest of the greats of the greats came to the Bahamas all because of these men. Mm. Fritz, Fritz was his uh, sparring partner, right? Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, yeah. Fritz was the chief sparring partner. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so. Just to be among, or even have your name mentioned among them, mm-hmm. it's an honor. Mm-hmm. And that right there mm-hmm. gives you such a welcoming into the sport of boxing. In fact, not even the sport, in the lifestyle of boxing, because boxing mm-hmm. is not a sport. You can play basketball, mm-hmm. you can play soccer, uh-huh. you could even play football and mm-hmm. rugby, but you can't even say I'm going to play boxing. No, sir. It's a lifestyle, <laughs> you know, it's a life and death in mm. so many ways, mm-hmm. but it is a lifestyle yeah. and all it is, yeah, it's man. a lifestyle. And yeah, so meeting Boston Blackie and, and uh, Dynamite Fritz, you know, they played an intricate part of my life. Mm. It's a blessing to know them, them knowing me. Boston Blackie traveled with me on many occasions mm-hmm. uh, to many tournaments. Uh, Dynamite Fritz, you know, he was there to encourage me even throughout the training program. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I went to... The ceremony, the burial mm-hmm. of Boston Blackie mm-hmm. during the ceremony, mm-hmm. uh, I was not able to go to uh, Dynamite Fritz because I heard just yeah. lately that he just was laid, uh, just yeah, laid the last rest. week. Yeah, yeah just yes, last week. Yeah. You know, but um, my idol, one who I follow after in every aspect of it in my boxing style, mm-hmm. oh my, the legendary, mm-hmm. though not American, not Bahamian, but American, mm-hmm. the legendary, marvelous Marvin Hagler. Rest in peace to Marvin Hagler. God rest his soul. 
You know, he mm-hmm. was just laid to rest uh, last week, just mm-hmm. passed last week, and uh, he's my he's my idol. Mm-hmm. He's my idol in yeah. every way of his lifestyle. You know, he was a mm-hmm. working man. Mm-hmm. You know, and coming from his job, going to the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't like the soft ones today. <laughs> like, well, I just go and train mm-hmm. just for a living. Yes, boxing is a lifestyle. Yes, you mm-hmm. have to train daily, but then again, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that you're still a husband, you're still yeah. a father, you're still a son. Mm-hmm. You know, so you still have to go there and provide yes. in the regular way. So never mm-hmm. put down the blue collar or the, or the white collar. Mm-hmm. You still got to put on those gloves, but you still mm-hmm. got to go there and work. All right, I can tell you something to that. Uh, yeah, man, go ahead. Marvis, Marvis, when it comes to Reno, because you know, we've been on several teams together and we've traveled all with each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say he always did try to mimic that that especially that style or that that aggression mm-hmm. is that marvelous Marvin because a lot of us like uh I was more of the technical guy a little yeah. prettier uh, <laughs> Tino, Tino was a little bit more explosive yeah. Uh, yeah Kyle was a boxer but Reno was was that aggressive mm-hmm. and from then people always say no this is a pro style this is pro very aggressive pressure mm-hmm. based style and I would say that was always from marvelous Marvin you always have that meanness about you mm-hmm. in terms of being in the ring yeah man and yeah, I, man. I could say that. I can see that why that was the person you uh mm-hmm. you uh you looked up to a lot. I do feel it greatly, you know, for the passing of Marvelous Marvin Hagler, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Fraser. Mm-hmm. Those guys played an intricate role in my boxing abilities and mm-hmm. my style. And mm-hmm. even now, I weep just for the fact that we have lost great legends. Yes, but um, back home, yeah, you know, Boston mm-hmm. Blackie and Dynamite Fritz, Definitely. you know, they, Definitely. they are Definitely. hometown boys. Man, I remember uh, it meant a lot to me. Yeah. When I first started boxing, mm. I had watched a documentary about Marvin. And mm-hmm. I remember he used to do this, uh, when they, his introduction, he used to start topping his head, topping his yeah. head, topping mm-hmm. his body. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be topping himself, then he raised his hands. Yeah. And I used to do the same thing. I did it for like my first 20 fights. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, <laughs> I got to have this meanness because he, yeah. he was mean. Mm. He was not scared of anybody. Mm. It was you or him. If you know, the, the fight Marvin Hagler versus Tommy Hearns, well, mm-hmm. it was. Kill or be killed. The best three round rounders in the world. Yeah, best three round fight ever. Kill or be killed. They went toe to toe, full intensity for three rounds, and it was every punch was hot, every punch was to kill, and they did that. Bad intention. Yeah, every punch was bad intention, and for you to do that and have that mentality, almost kamikaze, like it's me or you, I will die in head night, and I don't care about it. Yeah, that's great. That's 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 a real brave heart right there. I get I can tell you this right now. When it came to even naming this podcast, there were a few people that came to mind. Marvin Hagler was one of them. Wow. And and that's where the killer instinct think, actually right there, came yeah. from. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. So, you know, it, it was... You yeah, because right we modeled, about, we modeled exactly. about that lifestyle. Exactly. About that, like, you remember Marvin had that... He had that little edge to him, bro. Like, you, you couldn't you couldn't come stepping no, in the wrong no, way. No. You know what I mean? I wow. say Marvin had that. Aaron Pryor had that. Yeah. Tyson, Tyson had that. Tyson had it, yeah. Yeah, that, that little Joe edge. Fraser. Joe, Joe Fraser. Joe Fraser, yeah. You couldn't come half step into them because no. no. they'll, they'll you snatch get, it down. If yeah. you step in the ring with them, you come in for a fight. Yeah, that's exactly, how, yeah. That's how it is with Tori Gamble. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely. You win. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Even if you do win, buddy, you know you're going to have some marks and some serious bruises and some slash and some cuts because you know you're coming in for a war. Tori is going to bring it and he's going to bring it hard. That's... You know, when I lose, you know, I'm yeah, here man. to entertain. Yeah, I would, say, I would say he always liked that. He said he used to like, you always say you like the violence of boxing. 
Hey, 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 I, always, I like that shit. I always say I, like, I always say I like the gracefulness of boxing, yeah, right? Because yeah. yeah. me and him used to come up with names and moves that we'd make up and yeah, stuff yeah. training. And I always talk about like graceful switch and all this yeah. stuff. He would always talk about no, I like the violence <laughs> and the gnashing of the teeth and the clashing of the glove on your head and all this stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, you grow and you learn, but I don't know if that's still me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, so I, I think it's very fair to say that Brother Johnson has that killer instinct. So, but let's 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 take it back, Brother Johnson. Tell us about yourself, where you grew up, who your peoples is, where you're from, all that Definitely. good shit. Let us know, man. Take us back to young Toriano. Well, you know, that's Toriano Johnson from the tender age of seven. You're introduced to boxing by Ray Minus Sr. There you go. Shout out to Ray yeah. Minus. Yeah, shout senior. out to Ray yeah, Minus Sr., senior, 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 man. Senior. 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 <laughs> yeah, we, we call him granddaddy, but he's the nephew of my grandfather. Hmm. You know, but uh, that, that's more like in the second, third uncle there. Okay, I mean, okay. cousin. He was okay. a fighting yeah. policeman, they used to call him, right? He was the fighting <laughs> policeman. Yeah, okay, okay. You know, and that was family, introducing family to the, bo- to the, to the world of boxing. Hmm. And, you know, Ronaldo Minus, you know, my... Second cousin there, you know, Ray Senior's son. Yes. Uh, he uh, was our coach, and then mm. we transferred over to Ray Junior. Mm. Who, you know, began to train us, and then on to the more national team with uh, Andre Seymour. Andre Seymour, okay. you know, uh, taking over. Mm. And uh, hey, boxing ain't like how it used to be, though. Mm. It ain't like how it used to be. I mean, I remember Ray, Nato, and Senior. You know, those guys really pushed us to a level a limit man you know mm-hmm. when boxing was so fun it was boxing so at the time in the bahamas i remember the marketing that she, that ray did it was mm-hmm. purely genius at the time he yes, used to market was. those amateur fights like mm-hmm. pro fights yeah you would see like, i remember when you fought cheney right you fought yes. Pacino Allen. Al Pacino mm-hmm. Allen. Yeah. well i don't remember that one i remember Al Pacino Allen fought um wilson teofield Mm-hmm. And the whole of Kemp Road came, and I yes. can't remember where Wilson was from, but this whole crew, like the whole neighborhoods came. It was like neighborhood versus neighborhood. Ray used to set up rings in people's neighborhood, and it used to be like, it was like you was fighting the devil in hell, bro. Mm-hmm. It was you know, crazy. I, yeah, I yeah, fought yeah, Abuccino yeah. before. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah, I know. Ab- yeah. Abuccino beat me, but oh, yeah. he, he beat the crap out of me. No, but those were good days. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, Ray used to market those fights mm-hmm. like pro fights. Yeah, okay. And these kids would have fan bases, and mm-hmm. I remember like, um, Cause remember, I, I started boxing in Chicago, so I, I would see it like on, um, like my mommy, she would get the newspapers. Yeah, You'd yeah. see them like in the newspapers and wow. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember, uh, like they had Choo Choo. Choo Choo was going by a different nickname back then. I think it was Jasper Franks or something like that. Mm. He was going by that nickname, and then they had uh, Misha Brother. And Cougars. I Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, right. These was like big fights. Like they was marketed as big fights. Mm. He'd have them training into the gym next to each other yeah. so you could see your competition. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. because of that, like we tried to keep that going. Like if I did 10 push ups mm-hmm. and you saw me doing 10 push ups, you could do 15. All right, all right. Yeah. Before you leave. And then it'll go, you, you let it be right? that extra two hours because <laughs> this bay ain't leaving and you ain't leaving and you, you try to get more work in than them. I well, think that well, was great. There were days even before that, you know, you, you had my. Um, Marvin Smith, Kenny, Manny, oh yeah, those Manny, those Manny. are legends. Yeah. To be honest, those are legends as well. Okay, in, they, in they, they are legends in boxing, you know. And mm. it, it is a sad thing, you know, because me and Levar Stewart here, you know, mm. Levar, he, Levar pretty much came up under me. Okay, okay. You know, all right, all right. He came well, down. Well, well, remember that? <laughs> you always gotta respect his big butt. If you got a problem about it, we can fight about it. Oh shit! Let me camera. What fuck? I gonna say this shit. If you got a problem with what I say, then shoot. No, no. On a side note, I remember the first knockdown ever uh, in boxing I've ever had mm-hmm. was in the gym 
It was with Reno. Really? Like, this is my first and only knockdown. Only knockdown I've had I in my life. I didn't mean to do it. Look, this is, I remember, <laughs> no, but he got knocked down that same day. Yeah. Right? Who knocked uh, me down? Uh, your brother, Brandon. Oh. Right? So, so I remember we was all sparring in the gym, right? Yeah. And Reno looked at me, and this time I was I was good. Mm. I, I outboxed Reno because I could outbox him. He looked at me, he's like, gotcha. Boom, hit me to the body. Bro, <laughs> it felt like gravity just grabbed me down. Bro. Yeah, yeah, gravity's like, stay on the ground. I was like, no, no, no. And I remember Seymour was counting. And Reno, they're laughing, right? <laughs> I'm like, no, Reno can't. I can't let him live this. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I fight all my energy to get up. And the bell ring. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then Brandon went in there. His, 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 Brandon's older brother, yeah. right? No, Brandon's younger he, than me. Look older. Brandon look older than him, right? <laughs> Brandon, Brandon was there, and Brandon's short, but he's he's strong. He's mm-hmm. freakishly right? strong. And Brandon mm-hmm. hit Reno, and Reno hit knee hit the ground. Reno jumped right back up. Man, it was good times. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was just had to say that. Yeah, because yeah. boxing, boxing isn't like it used to be in mm. those days. You know, yeah. the competitiveness. You know, I do not, it, it, and I'll be truthful. Mm. It's not like how it used to be. You know, mm. in our days and days before Fortnite. our time, you mm. know, boxing has grown not just softer, but it actually came to a point of non-stop, full mm. stop. Mm. And therefore, you know, it, it is sad and mm. it, it breaks my heart mm-hmm. to see the the condition boxing is in in the Bahamas today. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it is one of the most, oh my, um, it, what's going on is an abomination to sports. Mm. And I say that what, it's an abomination to sports in, in our country, in the, country. In the world, mm. boxing is the only organization, the only sport, per to say, that you can come from rags to riches mm. in moments. Yes, you know, you don't need to pay hundreds and thousands of dollars for equipment, mm-hmm. unlike you're going to go buy a golf club. Mm-hmm. You got to pin hundreds on that mm-hmm. cleats for track and Chimfiel, field or yeah. cleats for the for the football field. field yeah. Got to pay hundreds on that. Man, let me ask you: You could come to the boxing gym with a sneaker mm-hmm. and a short pants, and you're and good some, to go. And some heart, not mm-hmm. even talent, and some heart. Mm-hmm. And you can, you have the opportunity to become a millionaire, billionaire, mm-hmm. you know, somebody mm-hmm. who's well financed mm-hmm. in the life. And, and then know. well respected around the world. And well respected, because honestly, would you, do you think you can do what we boxers do on a daily basis? Not that kind of training. I, I tell you <laughs> now, the way we operate mm-hmm. is as a superhuman being. Mm-hmm. What I go through on a daily basis, that's why I can't do boxing every day. Right, yeah. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I could do that much four times out of the year, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, consistently not, consec- not consecutively, consecutively yeah. you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, on an off and on basis, but mm-hmm. a boxer, our diet has to change. Our sleep habits have to change. Mm. Our training. You you can see just how we train. Yeah, and yes. even that, we can't disclose all of that because mm. even that's a secret. Mm. You know, our lifestyle in boxing is one that it, <laughs> you can't challenge a fighter. That, that's, that's why you say you can't play boxing. You, you live boxing. You got to live it. Yeah, you see. You have to live it. Yeah, and so, see? yeah, you know, so, but today, you know, guys, them, they've gotten real soft. Mm. And, uh, even on, on with the T, soft. Yes, yeah, soft. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to like that. <laughs> no, but and, and, and to make matters worse, uh, we have federations mm. who have corrupted mm. and diluted mm. the integrity of boxing. 
Mm. You have folks them today, you know, who have decided, you know what, I'm going to go after the money mm. rather than the integrity of boxing. boxing. Mm. They're going to go out to say, listen, I'm going to grab a few dollars, yet I'm going to make a boxing match, but the boxing match never happens. Mm. I'm going to go and get sponsors for a fight which never will take place. Oh, mm. you speaking on things now, bro? I'm, I'm, speak on it. Speak on fucking it. Speak on it. Shit. <laughs> no, like I said, yeah, that shit. Yeah. if you got a problem with what I say, we could fight about we it. We could fight yeah, about man. it. Yeah, man. What? I have no problem with that. Yeah, man. And, and hey, it put it to the advantage, we ain't even got to be in the ring. Oh, shit. I, I will come to you. Oh, shit. Okay? No, I can be real with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? So I can tell you the truth. Mm. And I ain't got to lie to you. You could hold me to every word that I say to you today mm. that came from... Um, I'm very opinionated, yes, mm. but at the same time, you know what? I'm not going to speak foolishness, man. Mm. I'm going to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the facts, mm. you know, because I don't owe you nothing to lie to you. Mm. So I ain't trying to spare your feelings here. Yeah, man. So to be honest, you know, boxing mm. is in a place today where, you know, we have corruption at its best. Mm. At its best. I mean, just recently, just the other day, mm-hmm. you know, to empower boxing in our country, mm-hmm. We have a federation, a federation president mm-hmm. who have selected a crew of people, a mm-hmm. few people, mm-hmm. to get involved in a training practice mm-hmm. that was meant for international recognition, mm-hmm. but it was also given and meant for the public, the payment public. Mm-hmm. Who to says that yeah. this man, this president of amateur boxing, has the authority to say, well, I'm going to pick you, Toriano, and you, LeVar Stewart, and you, Akina, and you, Kayla. Mm-hmm. I want you all to be a part of this federation. Mm-hmm. At least I want you all to go to this program, you know, and uh, I want you all to acquire this certificate mm-hmm. to qualify you to be a part of the boxing fraternity, you know, mm-hmm. IEBA and IOC and yeah. BOA and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. That information... Mm-hmm. is deserving to the Bahamian public. public okay. The reason why boxing is not going anywhere in our country, mm-hmm. not only because we have a corrupt federation who seeks sponsors mm-hmm. and to finance themselves, mm-hmm. but they are not empowering the public. Uh-huh. Okay. They are not empowering the public. Mm-hmm. They're not helping the coaches them do better themselves to send mm-hmm. them off to training practices. Okay. They're not helping the, the public those who are interested but don't know how to get no, involved, no, get they're involved. not educating them on how the path to, hey, you can be a referee, you can be a judge, you can yeah. be a manager or so on. Mm. They're not, that is not disclosed yes. to the public. Mm. That is disclosed to the Amateur Boxing Federation colleagues and his friends. Mm. And this right here, you understand this, mm-hmm. is why boxing is not going anywhere in our country. Reasons why? Because mm. the same people who were there 30, 50, 70 years ago, mm. They Same still there today yeah. in a fraternity that's a circle mm. that you will never see an improvement because you will never have anything else interjected inside there with new ideas. Mm. No, we're going to have the same mm. people mm. governing a country. It is sad to know that we can have a president running for 40 years. That is not right. Shit, this is this not like government. No, it's manipulative. Yeah. It's manipulative because mm-hmm. it's sad that, you know, our government have to finance these people. And I'm not going to knock the government for mm. doing such a thing mm. because it's a good thing. It's a good thing, yeah. That our government is doing. It's encouraging support mm. in our country. Mm-hmm. But the Federation, them, need to be under fire. Mm. We need to have a watchdog to watch to see what these folks, them, are doing Doing. with the finances of not just our government, but of the Bahamian people People. in general. Mm. How in the world we can send a team away Mm. 
and the fighters aren't qualified. It's an embarrassment to our country. You know what? Let me calm down. Yeah, you know, I get real, I get hot here. No, but, 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 but guess what? I like it. I like it. You know why? You know why? Because it needs to be addressed. I tell you all this. That's not just a boxing federation problem. Oh yeah, it's a martial art federation problem too. So I don't. It, it's it's amazing how the same problems keep coming up. No matter what combat sport we're talking about. The same people there. Shit. The same people there. And guess what? If they bring in somebody new, mm. or if somebody else new come in, mm. that's somebody they selected. Yeah. Wow. Boxing ain't going nowhere because we still have the same people going in a circle. Mm. In a circle. Vincent Strong was in president. This is not the first time he was president. president. Okay. Mm. And the first time he was president, there was an issue behind that, and that has yet to be resolved. So he's still the president now. He's now our new amateur boxing federation president. You look at a track record and you can see just the kind of character and the person he is. You behaving people out there at large, listen, y'all go and do y'all investigation. Y'all would see and y'all would come up and let me tell you something. Mm. I can guarantee you 100% of y'all would say, well, why is he even there? Mm. How is he even even able to mention the name or the word boxing? Mm. How is he even allowed to even be among athletes, period? Well, okay, I have a question then. I, 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 think, I think we know the answer, but I have to ask anyway. How did he rise to prominence? I told you once, and I will tell you again. Mm. There is something called a fraternity that is so okay. called that same people there, and mm-hmm. those same people will stay there. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And so it would always go just in that circle. Mm-hmm. In that circle. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's in professional boxing too, you know. And I'm a professional boxer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but you ain't gonna have that in the United States because you only concerned serve for so long mm, yes. as the president. So it ain't gonna happen like that in Cuba because mm. you're only gonna serve for so long. It's not gonna happen like that in other countries where the athletes them are actually being encouraged and sports at its best. Mm. No, it's not gonna happen there. So you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me we are a at a point where Bahamians like Brother Johnson have been on the world stage, like you too, Brother Lava, been on the world stage, represented the country well, right? And because we have egos and, and agendas, we're going to sit back and let the entire country, the sport Die. community, just go straight to shit. This, 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 this will be dealing with right now. You ask you asking me if we're gonna let it. Let me tell you something. I mm. know there are one thing about Bahamian people, we are good people. I don't mm. care what you say, we are good people. Yeah. But the sad part, we do have a few bad apples. Yeah, okay. And the sad part about it, I, I always say this one great philosopher would always say, the reason why evil triumph mm. is because good men and women stand still mm. and do nothing. Nothing, yeah. You know. I ain't doing nothing no more. I tired of that. Right I'm, now, I blame you. My time is to come to an end in boxing. Mm-hmm. I will throw the roses to those who are coming up behind me. Mm-hmm. A good leader mm-hmm. always leave a successor. Mm-hmm. A good leader. Mm-hmm. I will show them who's a good leader, mm-hmm. and I will leave. I will leave a successor. Toriano is not going to be the only one who's well accomplished in an amateur boxing. Mm-hmm. No, Toriano is not going to be the next. I mean. 
that I'm not an Elijah Obed. No way, I'm not coming close to him. But I mm. thank God I'm second best Elijah Obed. <laughs> that, that that is a feat. Mm. That is a great feat that yes. I must honor, and I will mm. I will take that to my grave. Mm. Yet my journey has not end yet, so I can't say that's where it will end. Mm. You know, Toriano being second best, I choose. I wish to one day become a world champion, mm. a multi world champion, mm. to show that young men and women in our country can do the same. Mm-hmm. So I am definitely going to show what a leader. Is like mm-hmm. not one you know they will leave office and then uh everything crumbles down mm-hmm. amateur boxing has crumbled down mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. the mr wellington miller left he was a good leader wellington miller mm. was a good leader mm. though even i had my fallout with wellington i was suspended and hey i would say again wrongfully so but you know what mm. Whether right or wrong, and honestly, wrongfully so, because I was mm-hmm. lied on, you know, by, uh, what's his name? Uh, Larry Moore. Larry Moore. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know, Larry Moore lied and said I I, I, I was, but in so many ways, disrespectful pers- towards yeah. him. Yeah. I'm a grown man. I don't mm-hmm. have to drop nobody home if I don't want to. You know, but <laughs> that was, it was over that situation. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And, and even that was fabricated because mm-hmm. they said I, I didn't drop him on. It was raining What's and all of that. Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I, you know, <laughs> I'm a grown man. I could do it. But exactly. regardless, though, mm-hmm. Wellington Miller was a good leader. Mm-hmm. You know, he was able to get me to so many tournaments. I wish more were out there like me, but I believe Wellington Miller did invest in amateur boxing he at did, that time. Mm-hmm. I give him that. You know, yeah. And honestly, Definitely. boxing was at its best at that time. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. at. We have never had. A boxer to even medal at medal at the Olympic, but we had a boxer mm. and our first boxer, and thank be to God, it was Toriano Johnson, okay, yes, who had not just won his first preliminary fight, mm-hmm. but he also made it to the quarterfinals. Mm. I mean, that's a feat in itself, you know. That yes, we, that yes. shows progression mm. in boxing our country. Wellington you're on a, you're on a and and we had place. Valentino mm. Knowles okay. and Carl Hill. Mm. They got Commonwealth Games. Uh, bronze medal. Mm. I got the Commonwealth Championship silver medal. Mm. You know, yeah, Larry Moore, he was a Commonwealth Games bronze medalist as well. Yeah. Mm. But you see the progress boxing has made. Yes. But now we come to not just a full stop. We we haven't even taken a step back. We just, we didn't even run backwards. We fell backwards, way back, under Vincent Strong. And it has come to a point where it is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And it is displeasing even to think of or even to speak of. Mm. It is it is at the utterest most 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 dangerous point right now in our country because boxing to me is the cure for most of the social ills that going on with our young men and women in our country. Mm-hmm. You go and you take a young man and woman into boxing, and I can tell you right now, mm-hmm. you will find that they will release stress. And mm-hmm. frustration, yes. and they could take it out right there in the gym. Whether yes. they become a, an elite athlete boxer, mm. or they just become a, a just a regular person inside the gym. Yeah. But I can tell you much that stress that they would perform and show at home, mm-hmm. they could leave that right there inside the gym on the mm. punching bag or sparring right. with a partner. Mm. Boxing is the cure from, if not most, all of our social ills that we have going on with our young men and women mm-hmm. in our country. Mm-hmm. We need to invest. Mm. We need to invest. Stop giving the Federation the money. Mm. No, you're going to dump a young man or adopt a young woman. And y'all say, listen, I'm going to look after you. I'm going to watch out for you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you and ride with you. Mm-hmm. My mom and my dad was there. Mm-hmm. 
every step of the way. Okay. There are many young boxers that was in the program mm. who only had a mommy or a daddy. A lot mm. of them came from a single parent broken right. home. Mm. That I am I it's so sad when you see it like that, but that's mm. the world that we live in today. Mm-hmm. There's not much we can do about it. But hey, what we can do mm-hmm. is we have a big brother's outreach ministry like Toriano Johnson, big brother's outreach ministry. There you go, there you go. You know what? Links I, in the description. Yes, sir. Well, you know, you can just pull me up, Google Toriano, yeah, and you yeah, can get yeah. in contact with me on Instagram and Twitter. There you go. I ain't hard to reach. I ain't better than no man. Mm. Other than if you put me in the ring with them, I'll beat the crap out of him. <laughs> but I'm not better than no man. Yeah. You know, so I'll never look myself higher than it or greater than anybody. Mm. But I come real, man. I tell you the truth. Mm. You know, we need more big brothers and big sisters, you know, more mothers and more fathers out there. Mm. Adopt a young man and woman, whether it be in sport, uh, boxing or track and field. Mm. You go and you adopt a young kid in, a, mm. in such a way where, you know what, I'm going to... Help you finance, you get your school books, yeah. get your P uniform and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Because I found that a lot of kids them in school, the reason why they fail also, mm. not because, not only, and this is a very serious thing, not mm. only because out of sight is out of mind. Mm. When a child comes to school, you don't see the parents, you don't hear about the parents. Mm. And so the teachers them tend to care less about that child because they yeah. notice that the parents, you know, they aren't there. Yeah. You know, mm. but at the same time, we have to look at, oh, uh, Kids, them, they, they lack school books. Mm. That time they can't do the work with everybody else. They're doing the mm. textbook. They don't have it. They don't have the money to afford, afford it. it yeah. You know, they don't have PE uniform, so they get an F because they just came to class without PE uniform. Yeah. You know, so we have to start looking into things like that. Mm-hmm. Adopting the kids, and that means I ain't saying take everybody home. Mm. I ain't saying go feed everybody and put them inside a house, put clothes on them. No, you could just pick a spot where, you know what? I'm going to sponsor you here, but mm-hmm. I'm also going to guide over you because you go send a child to the gym. I was under a boxing program at 15 years old and they mm-hmm. tried to turn me pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But thank God I had a mommy and a daddy said, nope, my son going to the Olympic. That's what go. he said he wants to do. And that's how he's acting. To, that's the, the, the vision that he has for him. So I'm going to support him in his vision. My mm-hmm. mom and dad made sure that mm, he ain't turned yeah, him yeah, pro at 15 years old. Mm. He is going to the Olympic and sense. then he will decide to go pro. Okay. Yes. If he decides to go pro, we support him in that at any time. Mm. And that is why we need our community, man. Mm. They say uh, uh, it doesn't take one person to grow up a child. It takes a city. A village, that's right. It takes a village. That's right. And that's how we got to go back to, man. Mm. Stop letting these federations them use you mm-hmm. and take your money. Mm. Stop doing that. Mm. You go out there and you get active and you get involved. Get mm. involved. Get involved. There you go. And I know I heard that somewhere. <laughs> I, I couldn't have to, to repeat that just now. Get involved. I, get involved. I, 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 like, I like how you <laughs> said that because um, it's even something you've said uh, before, but Allah said, um, when parents get involved with, with their child, and 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 anything, but for you, for for being a boxing instructor, the child tends to do better. So, um, could you kind of like elaborate on that when it comes to like what your experience has been with that when when parents get involved with their children actually training? Oh, yeah. uh, I think here's the thing: you, there are certain things you could do to motivate yourself and whatnot. But I think the greatest motivation that. Uh, uh, a young person can have is their parent uh, supporting them in whatever they're doing. Like it don't have to be, even be sports. If your parents are into that, I noticed that uh, Reno can attest to this. Growing up, those kids who had their fathers in the gym, Reno's one of those who had his father in the mm-hmm. gym. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, they made a lot farther than kids who didn't. Because mm-hmm. just that extra that support, man. support mm-hmm. and even at times extra. Uh, I don't want to say stress, mm. but extra right. sharpening. Okay. It was it was um 
was was great. Like it was it was it made the big difference. So growing up in the U.S., those kids who had their parents as their coach, their father might not have been the best coach, but he's gonna give you a hundred percent of his effort. That's right. He's gonna exactly, push. Exactly. He's gonna push you. And he's, and if you look even look at the pro game now, mm-hmm. a lot of the dudes who made it. Their fathers have been their coaches or their their family members have been the coach. <laughs> they had the support system from inside the home. It was like a team effort from the time they were small. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at wrestling families, for example, wrestling is a sport where you see a lot of, uh, of parents involved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You see, my grandfather mm-hmm. was a wrestler. My mm-hmm. daddy was a wrestler. I was a wrestler. My great-granddaddy was a wrestler. And that family, that family unit is something different, bro. Like mm-hmm. that, and that gives you this sense of, of, of like, of, of, it's not even just a sense of pride. It's like you have an objective that you have to reach. You understand? And and you have a te- you have like you have a teamwork and we're, we're guided towards getting that objective because okay. you have team now. Mm. Um, and because you feel like it's a group effort instead of just a singular effort, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier on those kids. Even though at times that um, tension mm-hmm. could be in the home from matches mm-hmm. that happen and whatnot, but. Still, it's still better to have your parents involved in whatever it is that you're doing mm-hmm. than not to be. Mm-hmm. So a lot of parents ask me, well, what can I do? Can I get him some equipment? Can I? You, you mm-hmm. could be there. Just be there, yeah. Kind of practice once in a while. Mm-hmm. Just watch him. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to know what you're even talking about. You just, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your hands up. Mm-hmm. And that makes a huge, huge difference. difference. I remember one time my dad told me um, I was trying to make weight. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, I remember the federation that wanted me to make uh, 57 kgs, 125 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to die to make 132 pounds. Like, I used to really, I used to, actually, you know, Tarina, I tell you, mm. I used to be throwing up food. Mm. I used to go days without eating. Mm. I, used to do, uh, I used to be running three or four times a day. Like, I was really overdoing it trying to make that weight. Mm-hmm. And they said, uh, um, no, you, you, you have a spot here at 125. We're not, um, you're not going at 132 pounds. And mm. they said, my dad was like, no, he ain't gonna do that. Mm-hmm. He can't do that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's better he don't go. And just that, that extra support, mm-hmm. just from him, mm-hmm. it gave me the, the, it gave me even the, 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 the courage to say, no, I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And because I had that just little extra support there, yeah. and that made a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And my mother was also a big uh, uh, part of my sporting career, part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever she was there, whenever my mother was present, I never lost. <laughs> uh, but um, that's a big, big help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I remember where there was that around that same time. She, she was like, you know what? Take a couple months off. And this is when, like I said, Reno said it's a lifestyle. Yeah, I was living boxing every day of every moment. I was mm-hmm. studying. I was doing everything about boxing. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, take a couple months off. Like you overdo. Like you are. You're done. You, you burned like, out. Yeah. You, 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 you keep going this route. You're gonna die. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I remember like that time I took those three or four months off and I felt I felt great when I came back. Mm-hmm. But you have somebody there to tell you that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was great. All right. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we can get back to on schedule because mm-hmm. we, we didn't get to hear about a little bit about Reno growing up and yeah, his yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. history. Because he <laughs> does, <laughs> like he has some characters in his family and he comes from a boxing dynasty as well you could yeah. say right because yeah. he, he has uh his family members who are also boxers as he said already yeah, but yeah. even in terms of his his parents and his uncles and stuff who mm-hmm. were who represented the bahamas okay in boxing Man, well. we, 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 i want to hear about some of that well yeah well you know this is him lavash but i i i give god thanks for him he doesn't yeah. have a big ear for nothing that boy's smart <laughs> that boy's man. that's why he, he was no knockout artist now no no shit. but he was the most fundamentally sound technician in boxing i've ever seen mm. 
very talented young man. He fought Julian Jackson's son. Okay. At the Griff the game, he won Griff gold medals. There you go, there you go. Levizer, <laughs> he's one of our phenomenal amateur boxing in the Bahamas, and the, the, one that need we have to look at and be well respected of because he's one of the most smartest young men that I know. Mm. Another boxer was very brilliant, marvelous, Marvin Smith. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, you listen to these guys. Mm. I'm mesmerized by just listening to them. And I, I heard him speak the other day. Like I, I, I never received the talk. I knew Marvin mm. in the gym. I see him in the gym and. You know, Bahamian, you know how he's carrying on the gym. We, yeah. we, we getting off and we having yeah. fun right now. Yeah, yeah. But I heard him speak a couple mm-hmm. of times. I was like, is this the same Marvin? <laughs> like, I, it was just a voice note or something. I was yeah. like, this is the same. And this dude, you can listen to him speak all day. Yes, sir. Mm. You can listen to Marvin speak Terry Goldsmith. Terry Goldsmith. Yeah, Terry yeah, Goldsmith. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Terry Goldsmith. Goldsmith right, right from here in Freeport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terry Another Goldsmith, one. a man who is well-versed in boxing. Mm. Well-versed in boxing. And I must tell you, these are people you have to sit down and listen to. The Thriller Minute, Quincy Pratt. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, a minute. <laughs> Listen, I, I gotta give it where where honors do, man. Yeah, you know, thrill a minute, Quincy Pratt, an educated boxer, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people overlook that this man knows boxing. Mm-hmm. He knows life in general. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys, them they, they are evident and they are proof that you know what, though you came up rough, mm-hmm. that ain't of the be mm-hmm. your destiny. You know, wait, wait, hold on, where, 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 where does Reno hail from? Nassau? Listen, I can get to Reno now. I wanted to tell you the truth, you know. I don't know what is so fascinating about Toriano. I can be honest with that. I don't the, know that, what's so fascinating. Yes, we, we watch you fight, sir. That's uh, what's, that's what's well, fascinating. Hey, what made you? I, I do you. like to watch me fight. I, 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 like I like to go back and watch me fight. The board. I, I, can t- I, can <laughs> know. I can tell you what starts Reno. I can uh, tell you what starts. Yeah. No. Right? His, Reno's father, mm-hmm. known as Horse Johnson, Irvin Johnson. <laughs> okay. He created, Shout out to dad. Yeah, he created this system in his household of, <laughs> of I don't even know what to call it. It was it, can you call it brotherly attrition? I don't know what it is. Oh, shit. Where him and his brother mm. was always in competition. Yeah. Like, mm. I have I remember, my baby sister too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember this was like a thing where oh if you could mm-hmm. lift, if you could lift, and you, y'all had a cousin too who used to um, work with y'all. Yeah. Um, Devon or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could lift two bags of semen, I could lift three. Yeah. If you could mm-hmm. lift four bags of semen, I could lift five. That's all where right, we right. If, you could, if you could carry two buckets of wet semen, mm-hmm. I could carry four. You know what all I mean? Right. Like it was like always trying to outdo one another. another and because of that, mm-hmm. right? Because his Reno father is, is not a character to be played with. Mm. The dude have a reputation. <laughs> right? Um, because of that, like I looked at that coming in, I was like, that's why these dudes so strong. Like mm-hmm. they just spend all day competing pretty much. Yeah. Right? Okay. They just, the whole day they competing, the whole oh day. Oh my, I right? know that you know they, they go in the gym, <laughs> they go in the gym and they competing. Like it's the mm-hmm. whole day. It's all day, every day. Mm-hmm. If we go on to, because they love to go to the canal. You go in the canal, how long you can stay under? Yeah. No, but I can stay under there and I can go sleep, bro. That's what I can do. Like, they was, they was, it was really always competition. And that. That's how you from, look at us? Yeah, that was, that was how it was. Yeah. And so, like, I remember jumping in that competition, like, oh, we gotta see who could run the fastest. We gotta see who could run the fastest. Mm. And just always being in that environment, mm-hmm. that's gonna breed success, no matter mm-hmm. what. Like, you, you're gonna have. Even like we talk about parents being involved, mm-hmm. and they said this on other 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 interviews. They said this before. A lot of people who have their fathers, who have their fathers, who are hard on them, or they mm-hmm. have that hard dad who mm-hmm. always on them. They got that just extra gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like they're not gonna. They're just gonna yeah. get it done. Like mm-hmm. it's like okay, uh, instead of uh, ten miles, you you got to run fifteen. All right, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah. it's like they ain't gonna like it, but mm-hmm. they gonna get it done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, they have that just extra gear, and I think mm-hmm. that extra gear. Was given to by by his father okay. to to his children. Like mm-hmm. they all have that 
we get we just gonna it's just gonna happen. It, it it sounds like then if that was the environment that's like an extra kind of conditioning you basically can't get even in the gym no you can't yeah. that's why i said it's important mm. to have your parents involved but you had a balance too because mm. my mom you know she was one yeah 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 she was an articulate lady you know? very mm. very much she was very one much she's in a family a lifestyle of education my mother was not one who encouraged boxing mm. at the moment Believe it or not, my mother actually ran for the Federation Federation president. Okay, okay. At one point. All right. You know, in fact, just recently. All right. You know, and, and uh, I, I I needed to be known for all y'all out there in the combat community in the Bahamas. A female commissioner of any kind, boxing or martial art, a female commissioner is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, she did run. Uh, she lost. She lost to this very now. You know, you would say, "Oh, Tori, I know I beef with Vincent Trump." Believe it or not, I stayed out of the political issue with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know, and I didn't show my support behind Vincent Trump, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I say, "You know what? This is a fraternity, and this is something that's very difficult to mm-hmm. get over." Mm-hmm. Um, no, you're not gonna have anybody new get in there, and mm-hmm. if they are new per se, mm-hmm. they're still gonna be a part of that fraternity. Yeah, they they, will, they, they will not bring anything new. Mm-hmm. They will continue to be manipulated and guided mm. under the same regime that has mm. always been going on. Mm. But when it comes to my family, though, my mother, she was not much interested in boxing. Uh, my grandfather, Prince Rustin Minus, mm. you know, God rest his soul, you know, mm. he was one who told my mom, yeah, you, you leave them boys to horse. <laughs> leave them boys to horse, <laughs> yeah. you know. And my dad pretty much took hold of us. But my mom got, she got involved later. Mm. She, she, my mom got involved later. But, um, Having my mom there mm-hmm. played a big role. It created a great balance because though she liked, you know, uh, education, though she mm-hmm. encouraged that, mm-hmm. she also took part in the boxing. Okay. And so my mom and dad, they, they those two, they were the, the mm-hmm. foundation mm-hmm. Of, of my upbringing, mm-hmm. not just in boxing, my lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, charity, to be more charitable. Yes. You know, uh, to be but more... Is, 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 is that where the inspiration came for you to be like now a, a mentor and, a, and a, a coach and reaching out to like big brother, big sister kind of thing? You know what? I'm sorry, mom and dad. I, I didn't even realize it until, mm-hmm. you know, I was just asked that. And yes, mm-hmm. yes, I, I didn't ever throw the acknowledgement out there. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry that I didn't. But yes, it had only came from my mom and my dad. You know, I started my Big Brothers Outreach Ministry in 2007. Mm-hmm. And I had this young kid stay in my mom and dad's house. Mm-hmm. You know, and they allowed me to do that. A young kid named Ronaldo. And, you know, yeah, he was pretty much an orphan. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you didn't have nowhere to sleep, nowhere mm-hmm. to stay. Uh, but I, it, it took to my heart, mm-hmm. you know, to see people in in such. Need. And you watched him more, like you. I remember yeah. watching him just go like he was just like I remember. The, I remember him like mm-hmm. he was yeah. just, like he just became like he fell into the lifestyle. Like mm-hmm. he had something to dedicate his life towards, mm-hmm. and he went at that full speed. Like he yeah. said, "I'm gonna be a boxer." He started, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think that's because where he was. He was and, like, and that is one reason why, you know, in the Big Brothers Outreach Ministry, I don't push or force or even say much, so much encourage young men them to get involved in boxing. Mm-hmm. As a big brother, mm-hmm. you know, I'm there to encourage you to go into the endeavor that you see that is best for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and that's what Toriano Johnson Big Brothers Outreach Ministry is all about, you mm-hmm. know, to encourage, to be that big brother that you didn't have. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I know what it is not, you know, I know what it is not to say I've had that experience, but mm-hmm. I've seen the young men and women come up, mm-hmm. you know, like with Ronaldo, he didn't have a brother and sister. He didn't have a mom and a dad around to help him. And so mm-hmm. we took uh, Ronaldo in. Mm-hmm. And my mom and dad, I, was, I do have sis- younger sisters. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, you can't match with my sisters, though. <laughs> you know what I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if a nigga out there really want to go down that road. You see what they it, it ain't me. Yeah. I got a baby sister, Kayla. Uh. She's the mama's first female boxer to ever fight boys. Oh, shit. And beat the boys. There you mm-hmm. go. She's the mama's first female boxing coach. Uh. Kayla, uh. I don't want to train with her because... It's Why is she hard. always easy on a fighter, but she's so hard on me? <laughs> <laughs> no, very, very talented coach, Kayla. Yeah. Yeah, very talented. I, yeah. I, I, I rate her as the most talented coach. Kayla, mm, Kayla and LaVar Stewart. Kayla Johnson and LaVar Stewart. I can tell you right now. Yeah. If you want your fighter to be a world champion, an elite yeah. fighter, you go right to those two. I put my cards on those two any day and every day. Are That's the truth. Right. They are well-versed and educated. In the y'all, y'all, y'all heard it. Y'all got that endorsement from... <laughs> oh, you got it. You got it. You got it. Y'all heard it. So y'all need to stop fucking around out there. <laughs> All right? Let's get, get with the people if you want to get get world-class. But my uh, my uncle, Lionel Glinton. Okay. He was also an amateur outstanding Okay, okay. Fighter. All right. You know, he's my brother's, uh, my father's brother, Lionel Glinton. Okay. My dad is Irvin Johnson, you know, infam- infamously called Horse. <laughs> okay. A lot of people don't know his real name. So a lot of people know him as Horse. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Lionel Glinton, you know, he was an outstanding amateur fighter. He was one of our knockout artists. Mm, okay. Say, you know, Lionel Glinton. All right, all right. Uh, but Ray Minor Jr., Lionel's on my dad. Side on my mother's side, you yeah. had Ray Minus, mm-hmm. you know, and so Ray, the Minus family, you know, because my mom was a Minus, yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, oh, I got people, oh, man. okay, yeah, but uh, yeah, my uh, my boxing world, mm-hmm. I wasn't even educated on the family tree of boxing in my okay. family, all right, not until the 2008 Beijing Olympics that okay. I qualified and I represented the Bahamas at the nope. Olympic, mm-hmm. and I found out that my father's father, my grandfather. Mm-hmm. He also was a fighter here in the United States. Okay. I said, what? Y'all telling me this when the man on his deathbed? <laughs> you know, so... No, I'm not I, I, it's, it's not like boxing literally runs in the blood. It, it was something that I was not educated about, but I could not miss it. Mm. I could not miss it. Somebody mm. in our household would have had to become been. a fighter. Okay, okay. You know, all right, all right. On both sides of the family and... Yeah, my family is uh, one who's big in sports. That's okay. You know, okay. Not just boxing. We go to softball game. My right. mom used to play softball. All right. My aunt, Bubbles. Don't Uh-oh. tell me you don't know Bubbles. Genie Minus. Genie Minus. Okay, yes, yes. Bubbles, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. He didn't, yes, yes. He didn't even know that. No, I've heard the name. I just can't, you Bubbles, know. yeah, that's my aunt. Uh, right. Genie Minus, you know, softball. she's an athlete, you know. Yeah. Uh, my aunt, Ruthan, Annie Debbie, you know, all of, all of my aunties. Okay. Played softball, softball, okay. And my, I have a, a, a my oldest aunt here mm. is Dolores uh, Dawkins. Dolores Dawkins. Dolores Dawkins. She lives mm. right here in Freeport. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right. Dolores Dawkins lives right here in Freeport. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right, all right. All of them played softball. Okay. All of them, even my uncle Duran, mm. minus he was, um, he, he had a scholarship to go off and play football, mm. but due to an accident, accident during a football game, you know, that didn't work out. His accident. Let him do quit, but uh, but he's mm-hmm. one of our finest lawyers today in the Bible. Okay, okay, you know, so all right, boxing, yes, being an athlete in general, yes, is in my blood. Mm-hmm. There was a time that I, I wanted to play volleyball, but my dad, now there's a switch, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. but I, I wanted to play that earlier. I played softball and baseball when I was a kid, mm-hmm. played soccer, but my dad, you know, he's the boxing guy, mm-hmm. you know, so he didn't allow me to, uh, Go on, go to practice on Saturday to play volleyball. Mm. He said, "No, I gotta go to the boxing gym." Mm. I came home and I said, "I ain't going nowhere." 
I take all of my trophies from boxing. These are big trophies too. And I put them in the metal garbage bin that was in the back of the yard where you know you you burn them bush and all that sort of yeah. And I take my trophies and I put them on top of the bush and I burn them. And you know my daddy let me burn it. <laughs> he let me burn them. Uh, for some, I believe he knew. Hmm. Yeah, he doesn't come out to box. <laughs> okay, okay. That, and that I did. I stopped right. boxing myself for only five, six months. Yeah. <laughs> and I came back and yeah. All right. I continue. I, I I have a question I I I personally want to hear your response to. When you hear the term killer instinct, what does that mean to Torino Johnson? What is what, what how do how do you interpret that? I interpret that as a game I used to play on PlayStation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, yeah, killer instinct. That that's similar to to my boxing style. Mm. Most of my boxing style. Mm. Yeah, I, I love that killing thing style, but my style, so much of a killer, like a crocodile, you know. Mm. I, I like to take you into the deep waters mm. and then I devour you. There you go. Yeah, I like to take you out there and drown you. <laughs> you know, like a cat play with the food a little bit. But yeah. Yeah, and then I uh, then I take you out then, of then. misery. All right, all right. So yeah, so yeah, that's that's what I think of killing things. All right, like all right, all right. But boy, you almost had me at a moment there. I thought that was Killer Coakley. Out of all the fighters in the world, did you choose Killer Coakley? I had to listen carefully and or oh, instincts at the end. <laughs> Coakley, okay, okay. Now, now, now we understand. I, I want you to tell us, Brother Johnson, when was the moment you knew that boxing was your calling in life? Like, all right, I, I want to do this as a profession. You know, when I I saw others before me, mm. I saw that it was possible because it was before my education in boxing, I only knew of Americans and Cubans succeeding at the Olympics. Mm -hmm. I only knew of the Russians and the Americans succeeding in professional boxing. Mm -hmm. But when I heard about Elijah Obed, mm -hmm. you know, that, that ignited something inside of me. Mm -hmm. You know, and, uh, that that right there, you know, was really my beginning point, mm -hmm. you know, and I I just ran with it just a little, mm -hmm. but then I also had the encouragement from my mom and my dad, mm -hmm. you know, and they went and they did their research, you mm -hmm. know, of course, my mom did her research, you know, and checked her boxing, you know, a lot of people say boxing, boxers are dumb and illiterate, ouch, that hurt me. Mm. Because if that was the case, my mommy wouldn't let me box at all. Yeah, you know, mm -mm, yeah. yeah, education first, and mm. you know, and I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but mm. I know how to carry on a conversation. Yeah, quite clearly. I think I can handle myself to such a degree, mm. you know. But uh, w knowing that somebody from my blood, mm. as a Bahamian, mm. was a world champion. Mm. And I can do the same. I say, mm, I'm doing it. Mm. I was an athlete in general, though. I, yeah. I, I was, listen, you put me on the track to do a 400 meters, man, I can, then I can tear it up. Okay, okay. I can tear it up. I love the 400 meters. I believe that's the hardest race to run in track and field. All right. That is no longer a long distance race. Yeah. That's a sprint. Mm. Very yeah. powerful. Yeah. So that, I don't, I have a respect for the 100s and the 200, but the 400, mm. but you got to be tough. tough. Yeah. You got to be tough. Even yeah. 800 meters mm. is now turning into the super sprint. Mm. You know, it's a hard race. Yeah. It's a hard race. So yeah, I, that, that's something I had always, okay. you know, was fond of. I love to run. Mm. I was an outstanding distant runner. Okay. Okay. As an amateur. Mm. Um, I, I love to play soccer. 
You know, uh, forgive you, me. Some you, of y'all, you, you some of y'all time, might like this. I don't know if y'all eat like this. Remember the time I beat you running? Oh, shit. Who? I beat you running. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, <laughs> this dude used to beat me for years. Bro. Yeah. You, you years be- running, right? Years mm-hmm. running. So I remember we had this coach, Chino, Hazel's you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, from Cuba. Uh, yeah. And Reno, we was running like something like 15 laps, right? Mm-hmm. And he wasn't paying attention to the number, mm-hmm. right? So I creeping on him little by little, little by little, little by little. And Jesus is like, you have one more lap. And Reno's only like a little bit ahead. And he's just, he's just, you know. And I don't think he, I don't think he knows how much laps we have left. <laughs> <laughs> so I wait until like the last maybe 40 meters and I come speeding past. I have to, if I do it too early, yeah. he's going to catch me, mm. right? I have to do it like, right <laughs> then by the time he find out what's going on, yeah. it's done. <laughs> so I, I come like, I come screaming past him. Yeah. He's like, what? What? So we start sprinting, not even knowing what lap we on, yeah. right? We could have been on a second or last lap or whatever. I don't know what <laughs> lap we thought we was on. And I finished. I was like, what? He's like, why you stop? I was like, we finished. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, like, I beat him one. I beat him. Hey. Here's the thing. It's, you know, his, his technique in running, yeah. this dude, because he reminded me when he said running. Mm. He would sprint like the first half mile. Mm. Like sprint. Like, you like, this thing, you like this dude crazy. Mm-hmm. And we run like a five mile run at least. Mm-hmm. Like, this is way crazy. He's like the first half mile, so you don't catch him, and then he's gonna run at your speed mm. ahead of you, <laughs> right? So he's gonna run like he's gonna catch me on. He pacing, he pacing. So the second you feel like you're gonna kill yourself trying to catch him, mm. right? So you're now running beyond your speed to catch him. Mm. By the time you catch him, as soon as you get like maybe a hundred meters on him, mm. maybe yeah, say fifty, <laughs> yeah. he started sprint again, boom. <laughs> Like, and by, if you do that three times, you give up. You're like, man, forget you, you win that one. You win that one. You win that one. I, that one. I know y'all were paying attention. So that day, that day, I remember I sprinted off with him at the beginning. Yeah. I was blow, but I was now I was behind. I wasn't behind that much. Mm. And so I just, because you know, you could hear somebody running behind me. I said, I'm going to stay about 100 meters behind him mm. so you don't hear my footsteps. And then when it come down to time, I just, scoop. But I remember that day, bro. I just, <laughs> yeah, you know, he, but you do know most of our days we spent right there in Cuba. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. I thank God that we did have some folks from the Bahamas who um, who had given me a scholarship. Okay, Peter Nagard was one of them. Okay, he, okay. He financed and he, uh, you know, made sure that everything went well with me in mm-hmm. Cuba mm-hmm. for my training. For I was there almost almost nine years mm, okay. in Cuba training for the 2008 actually first 2004 and then the 2008, 2008. Olympics okay okay you know but I, I thank God for those opportunities but we were able to to meet world champions and mm. Olympic champions mm. and mm. they were like regular people in, yeah, in yeah. Cuba but if they if you, if you knew their titles and who they were mm. like what you said that's no. Uslady Menendez the mm. javelin holder she held the 17 highest Position mm. in the javelin. Mm. I see what. Yeah. yeah, no, she's seventeen highest. When mm. he's saying is she had from one to seventeen at the time. Yeah, she was the highest. Yeah, mm. so she had all seventeen top throws in the world at the time. Oh shit, she was all seventeen. All set. <laughs> <laughs> like it was crazy. Was, I, was I, ladies I, Menendez from yeah. Cuba. Yeah. Okay, okay, I okay. remember, um, but I my remember, good friend. I remember wow. you'd have like uh, these world champion boxers mm. come to the gym and they like Reno said they dress like bums. They wasn't really dressed like bums. I wouldn't like, say they bums. Yeah, no, yeah. but he said that's how they dress. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. dress like yeah, everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And they'd, they'd be watching like uh, uh, like because uh, right before the Olympics, mm. uh, like a ton of people come, ton of countries would come. Yeah. So you have Russia there, mm. India, China, mm. the, the ton, and they'd be there like watching watching the practices. And you and and you might hail the bay and I remember I think Franco asked you for a quarter or something, right? Luis Franco. 
Luis Franco, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Before, he actually, you know, yeah, he actually, yeah. you know, Luis Franco is, uh, I think he got third place in Olympics. He was a world champion. Mm. He actually, you know, for quarter, he didn't need the quarter. He mm-hmm. just asked him for quarters to look like, yeah. Or and so I don't know if you gave. I think you gave him the quarter. Like, yeah, yeah, I just get yeah. a little boy a quarter. Yeah. A little boy is a world champion. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like that's how it was. Mm. Like you just talking to regular, regular people. people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, but it was, it was something to rub yeah. shoulders with those yeah, guys. Yeah, and, and that mm. there too. I'm like, wow, man. I'm among these guys are greatness. Mm. They, they, you're not going to become a world champion just by waking up in the morning and just going into the ring and fight. No. Mm, no. You got to get up in that morning, mm. got to go have a good proper diet. Mm. And then a diet that is so disgusting, no sugar, no salt, no carbohydrates. Mm. Man, well, all the good stuff. What you want to eat? Mm-hmm. You know, no sweets. Yeah, and you know, your diet got to be right. Your sleep got to be right. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to training, oh my goodness, the, the intense training is ridiculous. I mm. mean, you're training on a, when is it a daily basis? You're training about six to seven hours, hours a day. day. Yeah. A okay. day. Mm. So that's literally a job, mm. you know, because yeah. the extra hour, two hours, that's your lunch and, and, your, and your break. Mm. You know, so you're training hard every day. Mm. You're in the office for eight hours, just training. Training, training. Then after that, you're still training because, you know, you got to get a massage, an excruciating mm. massage most of the time. Oh, it was like me, I had to make weight. I had to go right. <laughs> and, and then even after training, you still have your training doesn't comprise of weight loss. Yeah, mm. I so got to go weight loss training, cut weight, gotta mm. go run for for one for an hour. Oh, forgive me, I okay. big breakfast. <laughs> but, but I know you had to go run for an hour mm. and all of that. So mm. yeah, man, it was hard. So mm. to be among guys them who went through that, mm. that my God, I like mm, you know you. Was that you constant pressure? That something. constant pressure? Yeah. It's something I watched Bahim. They, I watched him send Bahamian boxes there, and some of them quit like the second day. The second mm. day, yeah, I remember mm. a dude quit the first day. The first what? day, I remember the first day he quit. He was, like, he was like, bro, he's like, bro, this ain't, this ain't it. Wow, <laughs> he's like, this ain't it. Like, this, this is painful. It's too yeah. rough, bro. Like this dude was in love with boxing until he reached there, and they mm. like, oh, it ain't it. I, I couldn't quit because you know I, I've. You're not too far just ahead. my family, but mm. you're too much to lose. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, and then again, I've always lived my life and say, you know, I can prove them wrong. Okay, okay. I can prove them wrong, <laughs> and so you know, I didn't want people them to say, oh, he gone there, he take Niger money, and he just waste it. Mm. No, I went there and I worked hard. Mm-hmm. No, and the you thing know, with Cubans is, Cubans have this thing of, uh, of. It's it's like a it's like a reputation that they they care. They're not gonna box you if you're garbage. Like they'll test you out the first day, and if mm-hmm. you're garbage, they'll beat you up in the name touching you no more. <laughs> if you good, they they make a plan to mm-hmm. try and beat you mm-hmm. in the gym. Like they'd be like, all right, take him on the, the first take, 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 take him on, on the fourth round. Mm-hmm. I take him on the fifth round. Mm-hmm. And you take him back again on the sixth round, mm-hmm. and he should be done by that. We could break him down, there. and they they had this thing. They they try to break because it's like it's like a it's like mental. a mental warfare yeah. right yes, there. Yes. So I remember like if you were garbage though, they mm-hmm. wouldn't touch you. They'd be like, no, but I don't got like mm-hmm. they don't want to be. They don't want it too easy. Yeah, they want you to be hot, and they want they want to destroy you in there, mm-hmm. and they want to be the one to do it. And I remember that constant pressure, mm-hmm. pressure, pressure of you being there, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, like I remember me and remember Lil Chino. Me and Lil Chino used to war every. You know, it's a war with, with easily. He was two time world champion mm. every day. Yeah. yeah, they put us in there. Like the biggest thing was if you were if you were, we spar every day. Mm. Like well, I'm glove I think work he every split day. your head open. One yeah, time. yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, he just split my head with the. We put the glove with no pads on. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So we in the um. If I had to get stitches. Yeah, we on um. We're like you. You box on the open floor. Mm. If you're if you're really doing if you're hot, mm-hmm. they put you in the ring. Okay, okay. And every time it was me and him. They put us in the ring. People start betting money. Like it was crazy. <laughs> coach start betting. Real talk. Coach yeah. start betting money, right? Yeah. And they would only do it when my coach was in there. 
Because mm. my coach, we were both his boxer. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, they're going to just destroy each other. In the, in the, in Chino, yeah, yeah, me and him, but me yeah. and Chino, a uh, little Chino was under Chino too. Yes. And yeah. Chino, yeah. Yeah. So, um, he would, he like he said, these are my two boxers. They're going to destroy each other in the gym. Mm-hmm. And we had this dislike for one another. So, mm. when he wasn't there one day, and we're not going to say no, like they say, hey, mm. you go with him. You can't be a punk. You got to be like, all right, I good. Mm-hmm. So, we started there. And they say, no, no. To the ring, to the ring, to the mm, ring, ring right. every day. And I remember one day he put on this glove with no parts mm-hmm. and split my head open. Wow. <laughs> but, you know, I mentioned the Cuba part because, mm. you know, I want to bring this to the light and to attention. You know, mm. me and Lavar, we succeeded well mm-hmm. to have that opportunity to train there in Cuba. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stories we can tell you about Cuba. No doubt mm-hmm. you would be interested to hear them all. Mm-hmm. Right now it's not a platform. You're right, mm-hmm. Too long of a story to even tell. Mm-hmm. Not even a book can hold all of this stuff. <laughs> you know? But no, it, it, I am grateful and honored and respectful for the fact that you know I was given the opportunity to train among great fighters and great mm-hmm. coaches. Mm-hmm. And one thing that you find here in the bomb is that a lot of our coaches say, I ain't getting to Cuba. Why? I ain't gonna train in Cuba. Why? Yeah. Why? The ego. Mm-hmm. The ego. I tell them. I tell them. Listen. You know what? It ain't. It ain't as if you know everything. You don't. Nah, there you go. Yeah. Toriano doesn't know everything. If mm. Toriano did, Toriano would be a world champion today, multi world champion. Mm. If Toriano knew everything, I would be world champion and the president of the Amateur Boxing <laughs> Federation at this moment. But mm. no, I don't know everything. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And so I am willing to learn. Mm. And Cuba has been known to be a place where you go and you learn. Learn, yes. But who are we to not to want to learn? Because if you have the Russians going there, yes, you have Americans going there. You have yep. everybody going there to try and learn. Who are we as a small country who exactly. had who had no Olympic gold medals or anything mm-hmm. to go say, hey, I'm I'm too good for that. And the, the other question was not I'm not going to Cuba. Why are y'all going to Cuba? And I we and spoke about this other day with mm-hmm. Nate Davis. Mm-hmm. It's the environment, bro. Mm-hmm. That envi- that competitive environment. Yeah. And not so much just the coaches, but really not, the, yeah, the coaches played not just the, an intricate but a most vital role yeah, mm-hmm. in the training. But you training amount greatness. You mm-hmm. training about world champions, and that men- the mentality of training with them only it garners that bro. that excitement yeah. inside yeah. of you. List, and the people who've come through that program. Yes, mm-hmm. from other countries, not just Cuba. They are succeeding. All of the, all of them are ranked in the world right now. Mm-hmm. You could, uh, Oscar Valdez mm-hmm. with the big boy name who beat um Anthony Joshua. Yeah, uh, Ruiz. 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 Yeah, 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 Ruiz. Um, who else? Well, you got Rigando. You got uh, tons of them. Um, Billy Joe Saunders. Mm-hmm. American was there. All these people, were, like t- you, could just keep going down the list. Yeah, they were all there. James the Gale, Frankie Gavin. That's all right. these people were there. We trained with those guys. All right, all, all right. Like whoever right. you name right now, mm-hmm. they were probably there at one point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they've gone through this program. So, but who we are, the Bahamas, yeah, <laughs> we say we do good, <laughs> too good for that. We are too good for that. Yeah. You know, and that's sad. Yeah, that, that is sad. And and during my time, believe it or not, you know, and mm-hmm. I say this, had we had. Our coaches there with us on a regular basis, not just mm. for two or three weeks or even just a month. If our coaches were there learning with us mm. and traveling to the game, because they didn't allow our coaches to travel with us. Okay. You know, our coaches in Cuba uh, didn't allow our, our coach to travel with us to the tournament. Mm. You know, so what my mom and dad did, they paid for Boston Blackie to come on over to, Cuba <laughs> I remember that. to watch my training. All right. You know, ego took over. Mm. Ego, because. Mm. Even Barty himself, you know, wasn't too pleased mm. after it. You know, he was pleased throughout the whole training and all of that. Mm. But when when it comes back home, mm. 
you know, their reality is we don't need that Cuban plan. We don't need a Cuban system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to get out of the mindset of saying that this is a Cuban plan and a Cuban system. Mm-hmm. No, this is the proper way of way to do it. A, a, a plan for success. You're, you're, yes, you're going to find your own formula. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to tell you how to win the fight. They're going to give you a formula and a plan to to win you know, the fight. Prepare yourself to win a fight. Mm-hmm. And you know, but ego, the Bahamas, our ego has gotten in the way. You know, mm-hmm. we are a country that is blessed in so many ways. The Bahamas is the crown jewel of this planet. Mm-hmm. I tell people on a regular daily basis all the time, mm-hmm. say the richest country in the world is the Bahamas. Damn skippy. You only can live here if you're rich. Time skipping. Most expensive place to be. Oh, Most shit. expensive cost of living. <laughs> but you know what it is? This shit. is an expensive place. This country really is only designed for tourists. Mm. I mean, very soon you're going to find we, 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 we're focusing on tourists so much. Mm. Bahamians, them ain't going to be able to own land yeah, on the shit. outer islands. Yeah. You know, we barely get afford land in, in, in the capital. Yeah. So imagine land on the outer island. That means you, the foreigners are taking up all the, the land. land. That's right. Our government and our country is supporting the foreigners for purchasing our land. Mm. Our land, our, our country that is very supportive of foreign investors. Mm. No, I lie. Because there ain't no such thing as foreign investors when you buy in our land. That's right. No. That's right. That's the, true. The that is best... True. And, and you don't have to take it from me. You'll Google it. Mm. The best investment a country can make is in its people. people yes. In its people. Educate your people. Mm. And when you educate your people, your people will be able to go off. Uh, they have their education. They come back home and they invest. Mm. Stop trying to say, listen, all you could be is a maid in the hotel, hotel or yes. chef in the hotel Damn, or yeah, busboy. Stop trying to create just servants of the country to support the tourism market. Yeah. Yes, tourism is our number one industry. Our mm. number one industry. Mm. But guess what? We are not that sad to the point where you know all we are deserving of and all we are well for. It comes down, to, it comes down to our, our pledge of allegiance. What is it? We, what, how did it end? We, we pledge allegiance to the flag in the Commonwealth of the Bahamas uh-huh. for which it stands one all people, people united in love and service. 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 You you look at Hawaii. <laughs> that's a serious. That's a serious that's thing. That's a serious thing. Oh, and we, uh, oh, like oh, I was, I I, I listened to that because we had a sporting day. That day. Mm-hmm. We listened to that. Well, we listened to that. The kids say that in school all the time. Mm-hmm. And from that age, from a young age, they're saying one people not love service. I have no problem. Um, saying I pledge, I pledge my allegiance to my country. Mm-hmm. I pledge to love my country. I pledge to uphold the law. I pledge mm-hmm. to morality. I pledge to greatness. Mm-hmm. But I'm pledging to service. Yes. Yeah, to serve. who? Mm. Mm. Right, that's and you a, get that's that. A, good ask a lot of times, these 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 positions of servitude, mm. we have to we killing ourselves for. Yeah, uh, us as behaving people, they like to say we're friendly and this and that. We we are serving. Like when you hear somebody, a tourist who is in danger, you feel like a servant. Hey, hey, you need help? Mm. Hey, you need this? Hey, you need that? I can help you. It's good to help, mm. but you're not a servant you, because you, you have that servitude attitude. A yeah. lot of times, mm. they're gonna look to you as such. You, you know what that sounds a lot like? Hey, 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 you need some help? You know, you, you, all you got to do is change up some words. A massa, massa. You need some help? <laughs> exactly. Yes, you need some exactly. help, massa? Exactly. I have to do some real, right, real good for you right now, massa. What if it was people united in love and power? Power. Love yeah. and excellence. Yes. Love and greatness. Yes. Love and something else. Mm. I understand servitude to your country is great. If it's servitude to my country, fine. Mm. To my country. Yes. But when you just leave it as service. service. Yeah. It makes me it it already it, it's 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 a curriculum it, design. It's not, it not creating empowerment. No, we we it's are not. educating we are educating government government workers. We are educating. Oh, now you can't say that. We are educating our 
population to be employees. If you look at if you go to the richer schools, mm-hmm. right? To, yes. I'm not going to name any schools, but you go to those richer schools mm-hmm. and you look at them, they're allowed to dress in a certain way, but mm-hmm. freely. They're allowed mm-hmm. to express themselves freely. You look at our our, our students, they have to dress, wear a uniform that yes. looks just like a uniform you'd wear at a job. Mm-hmm. They have to it's groom themselves a certain way. Yes. They're designed it's to think that their, that their way of their hair being, however it is, mm-hmm. is, is unpleasant. Yes. Right oh, un- now, I understand people should look groomed and whatnot, mm-hmm. but if you're telling me that a black child's hair is unpleasant, then you're, you're treating them to hate themselves. Exactly. Right? If you're telling me that, oh, these girls have to come with their hair perm and this and that, oh you're my. treating them to hate themselves. Yes. You know what I mean? I understand. I perfectly agree. No makeup, no this, no mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But let's let them be themselves. Let's exactly. encourage them for power yes. and greatness instead yes. of servitude. Yes. You yes. mean? Because we're, we're, at the end of the day, we're pretty much raising slaves. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. And, and that's my whole thing with our conversation that we're having right now. You know, mm. the main thing is that, you know what? Who, who are we serving in our country? Mm. Who are we serving? Mm. You know, we're creating servants, mm. not servants. We're creating servants. You know what? Mm. We don't need so much. And listen, I'm not dogging anybody or pushing anybody down. To me right now, even in my program, we are right now vying and pushing forward, you know, whereas, you know, the single mothers mm-hmm. who are working in the hotel, I believe the government should now start give them to give them incentives. Mm-hmm. Because you know how hard it is for a mother to go to work and leave a child home. Yes. You know, and... Come back late, tired, which way, and got Come back late and tired. Mm. She's a single mother. Well, and, and then imagine... How does that child make it? it, it, it mother it, and father now. Father, yeah, yeah. Fathers... It, imagine, yeah, 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 imagine yeah. too now. Let, let's take that. You have a mother and a father, right? Um, The father may go and work a shift 2 to 10. He's coming home at 10 p.m. Yeah. Right? The mother has to work the shift 12 to 7 a.m. Mm. You have a disjointed family. Yeah. You only see your daddy at a certain time. You only see your mommy at a certain time. Exactly. And yeah. So and like I told you, hey, you have mommy and daddy at the boxing gym with me. Mm-hmm. You see how that played out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I can say every one of uh, every one of the people who've had their parents there mm-hmm. part of the way have succeeded in some form or another. In, mm-hmm. in even in, in the Bahamas, mm-hmm. if you look at our time mm-hmm. and you look at the people who had their parents there, mm-hmm. they succeeded. Yes. I watched this. I read a documentary. I don't want to call its name, but you guys out there who are under the of my voice, mm. you can research it and you can find that a place, uh, some Y, it's out with H. Mm. Um, they are now a part of a country that started with U and ends with A. <laughs> yeah. They are, yeah, <laughs> I think, I ain't sure, no one did that, but uh, they are now under that government of that country mm-hmm. and that country promotes tourism and so now you have those folks who are living in that country mm-hmm. that end with, with, with that start with H uh, that's a tourist destination just like the Bahamas you know mm-hmm. we have pineapples just like them yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know, yep, yep. So it's a tropical country mm-hmm. but it's also a uh, a tourist country a now, tourist where yeah. it is so the li- the, dem- the the living expenses are so high right, now definitely. that mm. the locals aren't able to afford living afford the living, mm. and at the same time they ain't even able to buy land there. So now they come mm. to the mainland, moving from the out island, mm. you know, because you know we have out islands like you know Andrews and the rest of them, which isn't as popular as the capital, you know. Yeah. And but you know who own most of those islands and most of those keys. Mm. Not Bahamians, definitely not. not ba- Listen, if I'm wrong, wait, tell me. Wait, tell wait, me. I, I wouldn't. I would like you said earlier. Not native Bahamians. Not native Bahamians. Not native they, Bahamians. They, they, they might be paper Bahamians. <laughs> 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 yeah. they, but you they, see, they ain't born and grow up. Is yeah. the Bahamas for the Bahamians? 
It's the Bahamas for the Bahamians. I, I mean, look at this. You know, I've done so much through the sport of boxing, and I can tell you right now, mm. I was awarded land. I ain't got it. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> but, oh, hey, all right, maybe, all right. Maybe if I decide, you know, to go to somebody else's country and just start squatting on a piece of property, maybe I could get some land. Wow. I mean, I see that's what's going on here in the Bahamas. Wow. I'm not educated now that's happening or how that's possible here in the Bahamas. Wow. But from what my eyes can see, mm. wow, man, you've got some people here that ain't even Bahamas. They ain't even sound like Bahamas, but, but they, 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 they living in truth. I, now, I, see, I can tell you this right now. That's, that's, that's fucking deplorable. You have this man represent this country mm. in boxing all these years, reach the height he's reached, then promised land and still can't get it. Now, oh, mind you, it happened when. Now, it's mm. funny that government has changed. Mm. Awarded it under one government and the government changed to oh, so another government. I'm like, wow. Then the other government said, oh, man. Yeah, we ain't yeah, 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 know nothing about that, boss. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah, that's how it is. Wow. They, they give that. Mm. But. Mm. So, what, what are you supposed wow. to do? I ain't got to pay you for it. I ain't crying. Mm. Toriano ain't crying. Let me tell you something. Me and my wife know what it is to live out of the car. Mm. We know what it is to just eat fish and drink coconut water. Mm. Those things we didn't have to pay for. All we needed was a line and a hook and a sinker. There you go. You know, and we didn't mm. even have sinker. We just had rock. Rock. Right. Okay. Yeah, we threw that in the water. Mm. And we caught fish. We learned. You know, right. I know what it is to be humble. And guess what? I'm mm. still humble today. Mm. I would never. Until, I t- until, until you get in the ring. Then it's your ass. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Then it's your ass. Yeah, I tell you, no, oh, oh, I ain't better than nobody, but buddy, if you got. I want to ask you, Brother Johnson, I want you to take me back to your very first professional fight. The very first one. All right. I want you to tell me where, what your headspace was, was at at the time. Like, where were you mentally? Man, you going back there. I got to go back further than that. But I okay, okay. Back. All right. Yeah. My very first fight. The very first fight. Am- right. Amateur fight. I fought. Right there through uh, the corner of Wolf Road. They had a place. Shooting Manning's had a preschool. Mm-hmm. It's a small world. It's a small world. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. All right, all right. And, and through that corner at the end there, that's where Ray Miners. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. And Ray Miners, you know, so passionate about boxing. He had the boxing gym and tied mm-hmm. the house on the side of him, the abandoned mm-hmm. house. Yeah. And that's where we were training. And uh, But I was training in... Golden Gates. Okay. With Ronaldo Minus. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and uh, we went down there for my first fight mm-hmm. uh, off of Wolf Road to mm-hmm. the corner of uh, It's a Small World. And I fought my granddaddy, Prince Rustin Minus, with there. God rest his soul. I love the man, mm-hmm. a gentleman. And he was there. My mom and my dad was there. My brothers and my sister were there. Family oriented family. I came from. I come from. And uh, I fought. I fought this guy named Anthony Major. Mm. His brother is Misha Major. Misha okay, okay. Major. Oh, you fought Kugus, Kugus your first fight? I fought Kugus right. my very first fight. All right. Like, this is a fast dude. No, the, okay. before you, you get into know, that, Kugus is a fast dude. Like, okay. this is a fighter. one of the most talented mm. dudes yes. to, that, to never, like, I can't say he didn't make it, but mm. he didn't make it to where he, he his potential was great. Like, this mm. was a fast dude. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. all right, all right. Kugus was no joke. He was, boxing. Name, he was boxing in persona. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> That name Cougars. Yeah. Mm. Just like everybody know my daddy named Horse. Mm. Just imagine the fact that everybody know this fella named Cougars because he named Cougars for a reason. Mm. Cougars was a cougar. Mm. Mm. He was dangerous. He was vicious. Cougars 
He had his first fight. He beat his. He had already fight before he fought me. You know, mm. Cougars fought twice that day. Mm. Oh shit! Yeah, we Ray used to fight. We Ray used to fight more than once a day. No, all right, all right. <laughs> and Cougars fought me and beat me too. And Quincy Pratt uh. was the referee of that fight. Uh. Okay. Thriller Minute Pratt was the referee right, in my right. very first fight. All right, all right. Yeah, Ray Minus put that show on back there where everybody from Campbell Wolf again to watch them fight, mm. and I lost that fight. And mm. I sat there and I cried. Mm. And I cried and I cried. I remember before I went into that ring, all I knew was I ain't afraid of my opponent, you know. Mm -hmm. I just was afraid to lose. Mm okay. I was afraid to lose. But I cried and my granddaddy said that right there. Mm -hmm. Prince Austin Minor said that right there is the tears of a champion. Mm -hmm. It's the tears of a champion. There and I go. never forget that God rest mm -hmm. my granddaddy's soul. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I came down turning professional my first fight mm -hmm. December 10th mm -hmm. 2010 mm -hmm. February February 10th mm -hmm. 2010 okay mm -hmm. and I fought there in Atlanta Georgia mm -hmm. my first pro fight mm -hmm. and before I went into that ring I was like I gotta be doing something else you know I was in school to be a lawyer <laughs> I was in school to be a lawyer my buddy Mikhail He's uh right now he's running uh for position in the ministry. He was my classmate mm. and somebody I debated with mm. on a few occasions. I said, I could have been a lawyer. What I do boxing for? <laughs> but man, when I step into that ring, that guy hit me one punch, all that went on to it. From one hand to the next. So what point I can hit you back? <laughs> I can hit you back. But yeah, man, that was a moment electrifying electrifying. I knocked my opponent out in the first round mm. and it was non-stop. I beat him from pillar to post. Every every post in that ring, I mm. was on him just landing. He was not mm. responding with any punches mm. from all four, all four corners of the ring. All posts okay, of the okay. ring. Okay, okay. I had him in every corner. <laughs> Straight up. We only went in anti-clockwise. It's all shit. <laughs> and we just was, you know, going at it but I was hitting him every step of the way. And I'm hitting him really hard, and he's not going nowhere. Mm. And so my coach said, lighten it up, lighten it up, light it up. When he said lighten up, he means to ease it up. Mm. And so I ease it up, and I just showed a simple one-two in a relaxed motion, very mm. sl very soft, but mm. yet very hot, very fast. Mm. That's the punch we knocked him out. Oh, and that was amazing to me. Yeah. like, wow, this, box, this professional boxing is something else. Mm. You hitting the guy with all of this power and all this heat. But he could he ain't going nowhere. Yeah. But when I hit him with the lightest punch you could hit a man with, he was out. Man? I said, wow. I learned a lot there. But right, that, right. that was a moment I will never no, forget. All right, all right. I can go on forever and tell you about that day, but <laughs> it was something my mom and my dad were there. Chris Fireman Brown. Fireman Chris Brown. Brown. He supported okay. yeah, oh, Chris Brown is a big supporter, man. Mm. I respect him. Dreddy Bean. Okay, okay. Big supporters, man. He's my boy, Debbie Ferguson, Pauline okay, okay. Davis. That's okay. Listen, one thing about this fraternity of of sports, mm. we support each other. Yes. We support each other. The sad part about it, boxing is a different because we have people like Sherman the Tank William. Sure. They ain't encouraging. And Sherman from Freeport. That's right. But if you mention the name Tommy Toriano Johnson, Sherman can say something negative. Mm. You know, as if Toriano Johnson them don't deserve their kudos today. Yes, you do. It was yesterday, man. Yeah. Come on. Mm. Give a man a look. Give me a break. Yeah, of course, you know, of course, of course. I, I do my best, you know. But you have you have a lot of those in the fraternity who are mm. pulling boxing down. Me and mm. Levar was talking about this just the other day. The problem, one of the other problems in boxing, is that 
Everybody is still living on yesterday. Uh, they living on past glory. Mm-hmm. And their, their glory. Listen, Toriano days are, are to come very soon mm-hmm. in short order. Mm-hmm. You have an Amron Sands from Freeport. Mm-hmm. He's a heavyweight. Yes. You know, you have you have fighters out there. Sad mm-hmm. fair, I can't name a lot because, mm-hmm. you know, boxing is so terrible in the Bahamas. Yeah. No. We, we don't have much <laughs> no, fighters. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you have, have other much... boxers who have their time coming up. You, I guess you could, you could take uh, Carl Hill. You could say what the... Uh, what the Val- boy Valentino. Johnson, Vashon Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, you, got, you got other dudes coming up who it's their time. Let's, yes. Let's, let's, let's celebrate. Let's, let's, them let's up. celebrate yes. our champions. Let's mm-hmm. not tear our champions down and mm-hmm. say, oh, no, he, he ain't get tests yet. Oh no, he ain't fight nobody of notoriety yet. Mm. Let's just build him up where he is. Exactly. Let's give him a chance to to prove himself. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. Or let's let let's 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 support him because we're already a small country. Mm. Nobody's going out the way to see a Bahamian fight. Mm. Like, oh, that, that Bahamian fight. Let me go. We might as well big up our people. Exactly. You know what I mean, and say, exactly. oh, this is our champion. Yeah, we want mm. him to win. Yes. No, no. I, I think he can lose. He can crack out. Mm. No, I, ain't, I don't. I don't like that. But I want, but, but 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 one of the things I've seen. Um, in Brother Johnson's case and Brother Major's case, Micho, mm-hmm. and other boxers, when they get out there and they start making a name for themselves, y'all boy, the niggas are behaving right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, be- I, believe, I, I believe that's called liking man, but you know. Yeah, man, yeah. sure, I'm going to thank William invite me to his house. Mm-hmm. I think in everything cool. I just realized the man got a problem with me. I didn't even know that. I ran in man, I was taking pictures in, in, in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Yeah. I ain't even know he had an issue with me. I'm like, man, listen, we got problems. I can say it on air. I can say it anywhere. I can say it anywhere. But what, 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 what is the issue? I, I don't know. You know You know what? In my belief, I believe in the fact that, you know what, getting the notoriety, notoriety right. yeah. you know, and the respect from the public at large mm. for the work that you have done. Mm. They feel as though there is going under the shadow and under the radar. Mm. Listen, like I said before, though, Toriano will be yesterday. Mm-hmm. Very soon, mm-hmm. we're going to have an Amron Sands or even a young Johnson, another Johnson. Yeah, Rashawn, yeah, yeah, Rashawn, there you go. Yeah, Rashawn, yeah, Rashawn Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Rashawn Johnson. Okay. Listen, I don't mind. Or Rashid Williams or any of those people. Yeah. Or Rashid Williams. You know, we have other fighters coming up. Listen, let's put the spotlight on them. Yeah. Let's give them the respect that they deserve, the encouragement mm-hmm. that they deserve. Yes. Let's stop going back like Freeman Bow. You know, we can post up on sh- you. You put a post with me and and Levar and. Mm. And uh, Mr. Davis here from mm-hmm. Freeport. I'm back and post a, a picture. Uh, I win the Thingham Award. Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame Award. Mm-hmm. 2015. Dude, give somebody some time mm-hmm. to honor you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to do it yourself. Yep. Give somebody the opportunity mm-hmm. to honor you. Mm-hmm. You understand? But at the same time, why are you going to do it like that, man? Yeah. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. You know what? Hey. He, he wasn't a phenomenal. He was a phenomenal fighter at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, and respect to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Your time was yesterday. Day, yeah. Come on, man. Let's go. Let, let's uh, let's show build, build the future to those today. Mm. And uh, yeah, you you will not be forgotten. I forget Boston Blackie. No. I forget Raymond the senior, Raymond junior, with mm. Hello Miners. Mm. I forget Kenny Miners. I forget Marvin Smith, Trillman Pratt. Mm. My, I know these fighters them that I have the highest and the most respect for. Mm. The highest and the most respect for. So that I will not forget them because you know why. One thing, but Ray, mm. Quincy Boston. They wasn't about themselves. Mm. That's very true. They ain't gonna come out your boy. <laughs> Man. Ray you, never told me. It, if you do it like this, mm. how Ray would do it or how anybody else would do it. Yeah. You, no. Mm. They never did that to me. When I came, mm. Ray never told me his history. You know, Ray never said I was this, I was that. Yeah. Ray never said anything no. about that. He mm. said, you know what you could be? Mm. You could be this. You could be that. That's right. Mm. I'll okay. be honest. He's never. I had to look up 
and research or Reno had to tell me somebody tell me what Ray did. I didn't know it was Ray was all this stuff. Mm. That's right. Mm. Right? People say, yeah, Ray fought this guy. Let, 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 I didn't know. Let me let me ask this. How how easy is it to find out this information? Do you have to do a lot of digging or you can go to Box Rec. Box Rec. Box Rec. You can find most amateur results ever on a Russian website called Amateur Boxing Streffer. You know Russians, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Amateur Boxing Streffer, you look that up, you find most amateur results from maybe the 60s or 50s. Okay, okay. Um, and from for pro stuff, um, go to Box Rec and you'll find any record there. Okay. Any, any official pro fights. Okay, all right. Um, all but right. Uh, aside from that, you have articles and stuff, but I didn't know Ray was this... He never said it. He mm-hmm. never said it. Never came out of his mouth, mm-hmm. right? Even I, like I said, I didn't know Marvin so well, but he wasn't in there saying he was this, he was that, mm-hmm. and and other people I've met from that time, uh, Ray Senior, they never said they were this, they were that. Even Philip Dynamite um, uh, uh, Fritz. Fritz would never tell me. He tell me about times when he met Ali and he met Fridge and and, and Foreman and those things, mm-hmm. but he wouldn't say, yeah, I was this or in my time I was. He, you would just like he would tell you what you could do, Dude, okay. And so you had this belief in yourself from those people, mm-hmm. and then later on you had to hear, oh, this guy's is that, and that validated your thought of yeah. what he thought of you. Yes, you know what I mean. Okay, and I think that was a big difference, mm. I, especially I mean with that crew, mm. they okay. empowered you mm. not through themselves but through yourself. Yeah, but but it, but in that then like how you mentioned just now, but Johnson, uh, the you haven't forgotten. These people, but no. for you too, but Alisa, you mm-hmm. haven't forgotten these in- influential and important people definitely, in your life. So. Doesn't that then compel you to pass on the same kind yes, of sir. knowledge yeah, and training definitely, definitely, onto definitely. them? And I hope I am doing. I hope I am doing that. I pray to God that I am doing the best that I can. Mm-hmm. You know what I know. I want to instill in others. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I want those others to bring out the best of their potentials and their abilities. Mm-hmm. You know, find their path and their calling. You know, you don't have to take the route that Toriano took. Mm-hmm. You know, find your own path. Every yeah. Every sickness has its own medicine. Mm. You understand? Mm. Every disease can be cured with the same medicine. Mm. You know? Yeah. So, you know, I allow others to, to find their own path. Mm. And I must say, you know, hey, come on board and support Toriano Johnson Outreach Ministry. There you go. You Links know, in the description. I tell you, come <laughs> and, and adopt one of these young men and one of these young women, Toriano mm. Outreach Ministry, you know what, uh, uh, I don't know if this is a platform. Of course, my wife, she's the head of it, you know, as okay. far as, you know, uh, promoting and mm. and making folks aware of it. But mm. uh, you can get, you can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter mm. at Toriano Johnson. Go ahead. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, man. I'm not, uh, hey, I got a blue tech. There you go. Insta- <laughs> verified. 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 So verified. There's ain't a fraud. There's That's Toriano right. on Instagram. You can get at me, hit me up. We, we, with a, my account was hacked just a few weeks ago, so okay, you're not right. going to see any posts. Okay. In fact, I don't know the person who hacked my account, unfollowed everything, and I can't get back mm, none of my um, pictures and videos. Mm. <laughs> if anybody know how I can do it, man, please hit me up and let me know. <laughs> I really would like, I'd like all my posts and what I put. <laughs> Toriano Johnson Outreach Ministry Program. The, the links will be in the description. I need to ask you, Brother Johnson. And then YouTube, Brother Lava. When it comes to rituals or routines before the fight, you have anything special that y'all do? Like you already mentioned the whole beating in the head and the, 
and 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 the, and the chest and the body and all of that. What what does Toriano Johnson? I'll, do? I'll go first and so save the best. Okay, for okay, last. all right. Save the best for last. All right. right? <laughs> well, uh, my mother came with us to Karifta one time, mm. um, and what she told me to do was visualize the whole fight. So I'd visualize every second of the fight. I'd sit there for like however many minutes, and I mm. visualize the whole thing. And I usually visualized it mm. being very hard, mm. extremely hard, mm-hmm. where it was at the end. The way I visualize it, mm. you were close to losing. Mm. If not, uh, the win was tight. Mm-hmm. And usually go better than that. That was, mm-hmm. that was my thing. Like I'd visualize the whole thing and that helped a lot. And um, at one point I was really superstitious. Mm-hmm. But I had to, I felt like I had to let go of that. Like at one, I was really superstitious. Like if I, it was a certain pair of socks or whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. If I touch a door twice, I got to touch it twice with the next hand type stuff. But then I got out of that. And I realized it's your skill. You, you, mm. you, you these these superstitions go in for you, or skills go in for you, mm-hmm. right? So you have to realize those things. Or I, I, in a, leaving those things and just doing the visualizations. Mm. And usually it went a lot easier, and mm-hmm. especially later in my career, because um, I had a time when I was with Reno them, and mm-hmm. then I, uh, I went to school, and then I came back, and I had to compete by myself and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it really helped me at that time, like that visualization and seeing things. You, you. If you visualize it a little harder than it is, mm-hmm. by the time it came, it was a lot easier. I think, okay. I right. And you have this, there's not a fear, it's more of a nervousness that comes over you. Mm. But for me, it leaves the second you, like when you're in the ring mm-hmm. and you see that dude, like he could be the biggest dude. Mm-hmm. When we step in the ring, we the same size. For some reason, it feel like we the same size. Yeah. Right? I could be fighting Shaq, but when we step in that ring, it feel like for some reason, when you look across... He ain't that big, mm-hmm. right? So I always that was always my thing, but I don't know. So we say, like I said, we mm-hmm. say the best for last. But what, 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 uh, what I can say the best for last, but you know, like I say, my life isn't that interesting. You know, just a regular human being. But uh, you know, better, better, Johnson. I appreciate the humility, but I've seen your fights, so. though. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna bullshit me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let, let. Yeah, let, let, let's spot a little light, man. Let's spot a little light. Uh, I, 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 I don't hit too hard, you know. I, I did a little boxing back in my day, but he's one of them. I did a little boxing back in my day, but nothing too dangerous. Yeah, when, when you look, you're swallowing all your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'll be honest with you, young man. You know, uh, I, I am, I'm just a regular guy, you know, out mm. there trying to do my best, you know, to help. You know, I, I learned one thing for certain, you know. That mm. My mom was saying, I don't just want to have a good son. I want my son to be a good citizen and a good person. Mm. You know, and, and I, I give God thank for my mom. You know, she mm. instilled that into me. Akina Johnson. Mm. Akina Minor Johnson. Never mm. forget that minus part of our family. She mm. don't want you to forget that. <laughs> Even though she's a Johnson now. She, <laughs> she was a minor. Um, but uh, what I do is not, it's not something that superstitious like LeVar. <laughs> you know, um, I remember Ray Miner Jr. when I was a young kid, you know, Ray Miner say when I was in Carifto, mm-hmm. you just go in the ring and beat him up. Yeah, <laughs> real simple. It's, it's, Ray, Ray, it's, it's he didn't get me to do no no tricks and nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you slip his job and you do this. Doriano, you go in there and just beat him up. He mm-hmm. said, just like I... Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. That's how he was. That's how he was. You go in there and you just <laughs> mm. beat him up. Okay, okay. Yeah. All and right. uh, I... I always was like that, you know, to, even now as a professional, mm-hmm. I would just, you know, then I'm going to beat him up. Mm. I'm going to beat him up. I ain't thinking nothing else. You okay. know, uh, that, that whole five days of rest before the fight, because, mm. you know, that's your recuperation time mm. after training. Mm. Ain't nothing that you can learn anymore. Mm. Yeah. You know, mm. what you can learn within five days? 
the transfer Jacob fight. Uh, whatever was done is it's already done. done. Now it's recuperation time. Mm. And so what I do throughout those five days, I don't want to talk no boxing. Mm. Now mind you, at the moment you got to talk boxing, you got mm. interviews and so on. Yeah. As a professional fighter, you got interviews and all that. Mm. But I don't want to talk no boxing outside. Mm. Mm. You know what? I don't want to think about my opponent. I don't mm. want to think about me. Mm. I just want to relax, mm. you know, and stay calm. Get your mind you know, right. And when the aggression happens, it happens at the right time, which mm. is in the ring. Okay. But for some reason, every time I get in that locker room, you know what? It always hits me. Every single time mm. at a fight, mm. it always hits me and say, Boy, you could have been doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> you had the potential to do other things. I could have been a lawyer today where I ain't ever got to get punched in the face. But all yeah. on the courtroom is a different kind of fight, though. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would have been good at that. Uh -huh. You know, I, I probably would have because, you know, mm. destiny has a way of doing things. You know what? Hey. I'm a fighter at heart, and I'm a mm -hmm. fighter even with Will. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I could have been doing something else. So as soon as that happened, I quickly chopped to the ground on my knees, and I bow my head, and, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a man of the faith. And mm -hmm. I say, Lord, please give me the strength mm -hmm. to not kill my opponent, mm -hmm. but to just beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> on, that's my prayer. Uh, Every single day. I have a prayer when I do dinner, and mm -hmm. I, I told my, my big brother, the other day I said, I think I got to change my prayer. Mm. And he said to me, well, if it been working for you all these years, yeah. why you can change what it you, now? What you can stop for yeah. now? So yeah, and that, that, that kicked me and said, I ain't going to change it. So I like, you know, I just can keep on doing it the way I've been doing it. I just mm. keep on going down on my knees the way I've been praying all these times before I fight. Yeah. And keep praying like that because okay. it's been working. All right. You know? if, it don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. So like I said, ain't nothing interesting about me. You know? Just a right. boring guy. You don't want to hang out with me. You know? Okay. All right. Yeah. Don't get punched in the face either. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I want to ask too um, for both of you as well. Obviously, um, Brother Johnson, you favor the orthodox stance. Is, no, no. Um, in a sense, I am a bit practiced ambidextrous. Okay, you know, okay. Uh, you know, my dad, you know, he's a believer in the Claude of the Bible, mm -hmm. you know, and he believed in King David, and he was King David. Uh, soldiers, each one of them could shoot arrow with both arms. Yes, you know, and yeah. my dad had me fight with both, both hands. Okay, I would have to catch. Eat, brush my teeth, all of that with my left hand because of my dad. Okay, okay. You know, and so that's what I took in the boxing. Okay, okay. You know, and I, right. I took that very serious. And I believe that gave me the edge on most fighters, you think? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it gave me the mm -hmm. edge. You know, you see something. You, you, I hit you with a punch. You're in we we spoke like, about this yesterday. Uh, we were yeah. talking about, like, I remember when he did the switch. Because mm. um, we'd always play with it. Like, we'd always play with, like, trying to switch to southpaw and see how long we do it for. Hmm. And I remember we'd go like weeks trying to just use our left hand. Mm -hmm. Trying to yeah. write, trying yeah. to do everything, trying yeah. to accust uh, customize it. I remember he was at this point. I remember you, you remember he used to always carry this ball with you at yeah. one point? He yeah. always carry a ball just yeah. with his yeah. left hand, right? Mm -hmm. I was, I was okay, yeah, all right. Get the hand, right? nerves in the left yeah, hand yeah. control. So okay. um, I remember when he first started I ain't say first started though, but when he started becoming prominent with the left mm -hmm. and he'd switch for like half a round Sometimes maybe around, maybe, but it was mostly half around mm -hmm. or like a combination, couple combinations. He switched and it was getting pretty good. Mm -hmm. You look at him now, the commentators don't know if he's right-handed or left-handed. Mm -hmm. right? I, like, I, I noticed like, that. I noticed like, yeah, that. Yeah, they be like, mm -hmm. well, they was like, he, 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 they be like, he, he switch, he switch into right hand. Mm. Right? They say he's switching he's to right hand. He's really right-handed. <laughs> who was boxing left hand? He's like, yeah. no, he's, he's switching to the right now. Wow, wow, he's boxed mm -hmm. pretty good right-handed. 
There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I like, I, I remember him doing it. Uh, even Valentino started doing it at one point. Yeah, Carl, Carl is actually now pretty much left-handed. Like it, mm. it became, it became like a like a trend. Okay, okay. And I remember when Tino started. I remember watching Tino fight. Like he fought a whole fight. Mm. Left-handed. I was like, oh, like he's okay, getting pretty good at this. Like. People think, I mean, people might say, oh, you're just, it's just, it's like writing with your left hand, mm-hmm. pretty much. And a lot of times, yeah, you have to keep practicing, keep practicing, mm-hmm. and the defense is especially hot. Mm-hmm. Dodging punches from another angle is complete, yeah. that you you haven't been uh, proficient in mm-hmm. is a lot different, especially with a real danger in front of you of a person trying mm-hmm. to take your head off. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, uh, I, we were just talking about that yesterday, and we were talking mm-hmm. about like the transition that, of what it takes to switch to left handed. Yeah. You're talking to Nathan Davis about a lot of. Yeah. Okay. Nathan's such a cool guy, man. <laughs> he's, a, he's a coach at a box coach at YMCA. Yeah. Okay, 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 all right. Yeah, Freeport, Freeport ought to be honored to have people like Nathan Davis, yeah. mm. you know, and, um, and Terry and Goldsmith. Terry Goldsmith. Yeah. Mm, okay. You know, the YMCA, I don't know, is it operational? We went there. The YMCA is operational. Yeah, he, uh, he is um, working with um, some boxes at the. Uh, but he used to have a gym. Mm-hmm. But because of the storm and stuff, they had to um, transform his gym at one point to a but you and, yeah. you and Davis, you're all about to do a. Uh, yeah, we about to do a, um, Collaboration, a collaborated uh, training go. session. There yeah, you which go. I think is going to be very I hope going to be very um, I hope productive. the no 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 no. see we can stop right there we ain't be, be stopping all this hope and shit no no or, <laughs> well God <laughs> willing it'll be a very productive I mean okay uh, I, I gear that one yeah, yeah, but, right? but you don't find coaches them you know communicating and conversating and, and mm. working together like that mm. that's what we need and I remember that this LeVar mm. start mm. he could tell you he come from Doriano Johnson yeah <laughs> I introduced him to the, to the uh, Bahamian boxing up in here yeah. he was in Chicago and he was doing well but when he came down to the Bahamas mm. Man, when I was in Cuba, my mommy said, oh, um, we're going to send somebody there, down there with you. I was spoiled. Like, man, you're going to send somebody down here with me, man. Because I was spoiled. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you can send somebody down here with me. I got down here hanging with nobody. But lo and behold, LeVar came. LeVar was very interesting to deal with. Mm. I tell you, he was a, he's a brilliant, brilliant young man. Brilliant young man. Yes. You know, uh, LeVar, I tell you, I always, you got a big head. <laughs> You got a big head. You can't miss that. You, you punch his head with a blindfold on. Oh, you still hit him. But, but he was so smart, man. Mm. Such a smart. He retains information. Oh, don't think you can get over on him. He can remember that. Mm? He's going to remember that. There you go. Yeah, but um, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, orthodox style, you know. Um, yeah. When LeVar said the commentators, them yeah. couldn't figure out my style. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I was like, uh, what? But, was, um, was, was, was that like a part of your strategy? To kind of throw off your opponent or? Well, it is. Okay. It is. You know, stance, you know which hand is the most dangerous punch and mm. all of that. Mm. So when you know how to use your advantage to it, because Ray Senior taught me this when I was a little boy. And mm. Ray Senior said, a southpaw is a sucker for a straight right. Mm. So you lead with your straight right when you fight in a southpaw. That's mm. the truth. Okay. It works. Okay. You will, get, you will hit a southpaw, but guess what? Vice versa. Okay, okay. Vice versa. So ain't much of an advantage there. But when you're fighting somebody right on for a little while Mm. and you switch, but they ain't notice. Ah, That is when you have the edge. That's what we used to call the graceful switch. The graceful switch. Okay. All right, all right. That is when you have the edge. When you in there. And and the thing about it, it works so well with me because I'm such a brawler. Mm. And so I I, I tend to square up sometimes. That's a disadvantage to me. Okay. But in that moment of squaring up, I make sure I bring my my right foot to mm. the front while I'm inside there. Mm. So when I step out, 
I'm you don't know. Ah, okay, okay. Boom! I threw a straight left down the pipe. Okay. You know, all right, was, all right. I was able to perfect that now as a professional, as an amateur. You know, I was still in the learning process. Mm-hmm. Understand? Also, with when it comes of left-handers fighting right-handers, a right-handed person fights a right-hander um, often. Mm-hmm. They rarely fight a left-hander, left-hander right? Okay. Or more rarely. Fight so they're used to not that. as popular, especially in pro. An amateur is a lot more popular fight a left-handed person, mm. but. A left-hander almost always fights right-handers, mm. and very so. You see, a, you want to see a bad fight? See two left-handers fight; they they f- both feel awkward. Yeah, okay. right. But a left-hander fighting, he fights. He all, all he fights is right-handers mm. for the most part. Mm. A right-hander rarely fights a left-hander, left-hander so okay. the advantage mm. should technically be to the left-hander. left-hander. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, all right. Being used to something is, is a big issue. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Well, I want to ask for the Johnson. Who to date would you say has been your toughest opponent? Well, October 30th, I fought Jamie Munguia from Mexico. He mm. was the junior middleweight world champion. Mm-hmm. The, I think he was the WBO mm. world champion, champion at yes. that time. Mm. I lost that fight. Mm. Sad to say I was winning the fight, but I lost. Oh, we can get into that shit. <laughs> we can get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I lost that fight. Mm-hmm. My loss before that, I fought Sergei Dervinchenko. Mm-hmm. You know... That fight, I also was stopped in the final round. Mm. You know, I was losing that fight from the beginning to the end. He beat the crap out of me. And uh, my first loss, which I've only had three loss, mm-hmm. I think how much wins I had, about 21 wins or 22, 23 wins. If I'm like not mistaken, you had 21 wins, yes. 21 wins, yeah. Mm. And uh, I had three losses. And my first loss came by the hand of Curtis Stevens, you mm. know. Again, him and Sergey Devinchenko were both partners in training, okay. partners in the gym, uh, winning the fight on straight up to the yeah, very final was, line. Was, yeah. Only uh, 12 seconds to go, and the fight was stopped. But uh, my hardest fight was the second one against Sergey Devinchenko. Mm. Uh, besides my preparation, physically, mentally, I wasn't there. Mm. You know, boxing, like I say again, you know, it's. It's a lifestyle. Mm. And everything wasn't together at that time. And I, I shouldn't have taken taken the fight. My promoters didn't want me to take the fight. Mm. Uh, it was offered to me to fight somebody else, even for more money, mm. for way more money. Mm. What I got for that fight was a fraction of what I was offered to fight somebody else. Mm. I was offered to fight Danny Jacob. Mm-hmm. Okay. Know? And I turned that fight down. Oh, what? Well- Ain't Danny Jacob coached by Andre? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would end the fight. Danny Jacobs coach go coached by his current oh, coach. Okay, okay. The, his current coach is the fighter. The first loss you had, which lost. is a, which a very very controversial fight. Fight is that's their coach. That's oh, his coach. Oh shit! They okay. all share the coach. Oh yes. yeah. Okay, the same coach. okay, okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Andre was there. Coach Curtis Stevens and Sergey Devinchenko. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. Those were my two first loss. Okay. Okay. Yes. And uh, hey, they say if you can't beat them, join them. Join them. Yeah, but Curtis, <laughs> I, to be honest, I mean, no, no disrespect to Curtis. I don't think he really. He knows he didn't win that fight because he was upset after that as well. Mm. Yeah. He was. Um. Because yeah, Reno was st- they, there was no standing eight count. I know you don't like getting that. No standing eight count uh, in a fight that where standing eight count was a must or something like that, right? Something like that happened. Exactly. And he stopped the fight where and in that type of in that rule setting. You give a standing eight count. Okay. Reno wasn't really hurt. It was like I remember you like you got hit. You look at the ref like yeah. shocked, and the ref stopped the fight. He's like, "What? There's no standing." <laughs> he was very responsive. No standing eight count. Last round, winning every round of the fight. Um, but 
that was coached by Rosier as well as Derwin yeah. coached by Rosier. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so that happened. But uh, Sergey and Danny Ch- Jacobs was coached by Rosier. <laughs> yeah, and, so I would end up fighting my second fight against Andre Rosier camp anyway. Yeah, no matter what. But I worked with Andre Rosier is my coach now, and I thank God for him. Mm-hmm. I've learned a whole lot from him. Mm-hmm. He's such a great guy. In fact, it was Andre Rosier. Today, now I'm not just a fighter, but mm-hmm. I'm a commentator. Okay, yes. I've already commentated two professional boxing matches. There you go. And uh, I've found my calling after boxing. I love fishing. Mm. I have all the apparatus for fishing and all that sort of stuff, except a boat. Mm. I don't have a boat. <laughs> in fact, I'm here in Freeport right now trying to get yeah. home. <laughs> and the reason why I can't get home, well, you know, uh, I can't fly. Mm. So I need to get on a boat. Oh, but yeah. ain't no boat going right now. Yeah, because we, you know? everybody's so, yeah. scared to be on the water right now. Yeah, I need to get on a boat. But I don't have a boat. And I should have gotten a boat a long time. But yeah, but uh, I love fishing. I love boating. Uh, but I'm commentating now and... I love to talk. You hey. give me the mic, I'm worse than Michael Jackson. I ain't going to give it back. <laughs> you know? But I, I, when I speak, you know, mm. interesting enough, I tell you the truth. And mm-hmm. I tell you things that you like and things that you may not like. Mm-hmm. In fact, most of the time, you ain't going to like what, what I have to say because I've always learned that Toriano, if a lot of people like you, something wrong something with wrong, you. Something wrong, yep. Something wrong with you if yeah. anybody like you. So And, and in boxing, in the boxing world in the Bahamas, no. Ain't anybody, <laughs> ain't anybody in boxing like Toriano now. Well, <laughs> That's their business. If you got a problem with it, what you do? Yeah, we can fight about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I want to. I want to go back to the Mongia fight. Um, I noticed in the beginning of the match, and you mentioned earlier, uh, you applied pressure at the beginning. It seemed like it wasn't just effective. It seemed like he was kind of taken back. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on now. Mm. I, 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 I signed up for all the fucking this. <laughs> for me, it wasn't even just that. I felt like, all right, two things I felt. I felt like, first off, he was like, wait, 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 this is a little mm. rougher than we thought. Yeah, yeah. I also thought he thought that Reno was going to eventually get tired. Mm, right? Mm, and then by like the fourth or fifth round, he's like, this dude is succumbing. Like, man, what man. do I, like, you can see the shock. Mm. When he go to the corner, they're, they're like, what, what are you going to do? I don't know what to do. <laughs> what you want me to do? You know? <laughs> I guess you got to fight. <laughs> you got to win. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was my feeling about that. But yeah. Uh, with 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 that, Butter Johnson, the apl- the pressure you applied was clearly effective against him. What would you say in that fight that Mongeo was doing was effective against you? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is crazy that you could even ask that question for me. Not mm-hmm. to say disrespectful yeah, yeah. in any way. No, no matter. But wow, going back there, you know, it is a moment for me to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost that fight. I don't like going back on the circuit of Njingo. What a greatest fight. <laughs> but I lost those two fights, three fights now. Mm. Um, but as I reminisce, you know, thinking about that fight, what I could have done mm. so. Mm. I should have gotten my mouthpiece fixed. That's what I should have done. Mm. <laughs> I should have gotten that yeah. fixed. And yeah. uh, I remember going out to go get this mouthpiece. I didn't have the mouthpiece prepared. You know, I was mm-hmm. training with a mouthpiece. I was messing up my mouth throughout the whole time. Mm-hmm. I, I ordered uh, a set to do a new mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. That didn't come in time. So it was only two days before we leave to go to California from New York mm-hmm. uh, for the fight. Mm-hmm. And I said, I ain't going to wait. What I can do? Come on, coach. Uh, you know anybody in New York? He said, well, I know one guy, but he's in Philadelphia. So we got to drive down to Philadelphia <laughs> and get this mouthpiece to make. So I said, yeah, uh, but how much it cost, man? How much it cost? Usually mouthpiece them, they cost you almost $1,500. Mm-hmm. 
a proper shock absorbing mouthpiece, mm-hmm. you know, prevent you from, from mm-hmm. mouth busters and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. This mouthpiece cost me fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. And I'm saying, yeah, I saved money. <laughs> and I went and we drove down, we drove down to Philadelphia. It mm. took us uh, four hours to drive down to Philadelphia that day. Mm. And we went. We got the mouthpiece made. We waited an hour for the mold to get hard, and mm. then he made it with the stuff that he used to make it. Mm. And I tried it on. I wasn't too pleased, that, you know. I wasn't too pleased, but like, hey, I got a mouthpiece now. Mm. I carried that mouthpiece home. My wife, you know, she was the training manager. She made sure everything went well throughout the training camp. Mm-hmm. And she looked at that manager. She looked at the mouthpiece, and she said, "Reno, what is this?" <laughs> I said my mouthpiece. She said you can't find this. I said Tanya, don't worry. <laughs> She's telling the story. She's like, what? what? She said, I said, I said Tanya. I said Tanya, don't worry. Oh, oh shit. He ain't gonna hit me in my mouth. <laughs> I that was the stupidest thing I can remember ever doing. I mean, this is boxing. You're gonna get punched in your mouth a bunch yeah. of times. Yeah. Shoot, you can get punched in your mouth a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna hit my mouth. But you know, my ego was on me that mm-hmm. not just that day, the whole training camp, you mm-hmm. know, you, you, you high in intensity, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, your, your, your abstinence from, you know, the, the regular pleasures that a man would get. Yeah, so yeah. right now you're frustrated and you're angry. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, you're intense. Yeah. I remember my coach. Tense, you just tense. You all the time tense. I'm walking across the street and you know, I didn't even look at the cars coming. Oh shit. Yeah, Hit me that, if you buy. That's how you are in training camp. Mm-hmm. You feel like you could run through a wall. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking across the street the entire training camp for four weeks straight and I can tell you now not one day I looked to see if any car was coming (laughs) because I I was at that point I was in that mindset you know what mm. I am ready to fight and that was every day of my training and my Mm. ego got to me because of that you know I Mm. said hang on hit me in my mouth big mistake in boxing you always always remember that when you get into that water Mm. when you're swimming with a shark have respect for that shark yeah that's the same thing in boxing. When you get into that ring, have respect for your opponent. Mm. And yes, um, well, I went I, into that ring and I fought and I threw my punches. I applied that pressure. I was mm. having a lot of fun. Yes. And noticing that that mouthpiece that I had on mm. was not a proper my mouthpiece. Mm. It did not cover my teeth. It only covered half of my teeth. Mm. It was so thick. Mm-hmm. It was protruding off of my teeth, mm. you know, infringing on my lips mm. you know protruding off of my lips mm-hmm. and you know, so it causes space in the gap mm. a mouthpiece supposed to go into your, your mouth teeth. Yeah. Your teeth. Okay. Put, uh mold it uh to hold your 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 back molders okay. down to keep your mouth shut okay and also it goes all the way up from from in the front of your your gum mm-hmm. go all the way up to almost your nostrils okay you know and mm. it stays there so mm. even while you have your mouth open mm. it will stay there okay, if you okay. ever see like a coach take out the mouth it's usually a hard pull yes yeah. Yeah. like really hard yeah pull. it's, it's really very hard snub- to take a mouthpiece out yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. and that mouthpiece mm. that drop of my mouth wow <laughs> that drop of, yeah but wow. you know monkey is a phenomenal fighter a good fighter he's a world champion mm. he wasn't a world champion overnight or just like that he was mm. a world ch- he is a big a fella champion. too he's a big yeah. fella but you, I, that day you look bigger than him but he's a big fella he, he did a good he, he was very good in the fight you mm. know uh, but I felt that though I had to fight you know every mm. round everything was going my way mm. the way I wanted it yes. you know what I was at a point where I was relaxed, mm. you know, and calm. I I knew I got cut somewhere because I saw blood going on the ground, but 
that was my eyes that was cut. I didn't know my my mouth was cut. Well, let's 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 talk about that because um, I remember seeing that uppercut when it came, and I heard the commentator says, "Oh, it looks like he's cut, right?" Mm-hmm. And I thought the same thing too. I thought it was your eye. Yeah. And then when I saw your lip, I was like, "Whoa, wait a second. Do you re- do you do you remember? But take us through that moment, like when you." It was more so, a lot of people think it was the uppercut, but it mm. was a straight right hand okay. that landed on my lip. Everybody would say that, even some of the videos. But mm. I can remember feeling that sting mm. on my lip. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was a straight right that I saw coming and I didn't move. Mm. Because you know what, um, the bad habit, I see punches and uh, it ain't going to do no damage. Yeah, you can get into that. Yeah, this ain't going to hurt. So yeah, I can take that. I didn't feel no... No disorientation, mm. you know, or even fatigue when I was hit. Mm. A bad habit of mine, you don't need to get hit in boxing at all. Mm. You know, but that is something that I, I went through throughout boxing, even in the amateurs, taking punches. Mm. And uh, But it, if, it didn't do nothing to my my cerebral side, but it mm. did do something to my exterior. Okay. And that was my lip mm. and, my, and my eye, and mm. I was bleeding from the eye. Mm. And the referee came, he checked my eye first, and when you look... I'm ready to go back, you know. Yeah, because I saw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You was ready to go. I was was like, yeah, he ready to go. Then he hold me still, and he have to do another examination, and he touch my lip. Mm. What happened? And that is when I realized that my lip was cut Mm. when the referee, you know, Mm. even opened it up. Yes, he he did. He did. Which I I didn't think that was necessary, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, when he did that, you know, he said, fight is over. Mm. I said, No. Yeah. No, 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 I no. I remember no. that. I see. At least let me finish the round. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. At least let me finish the round. Yeah. yeah. I finished that round, and I and I and I came out, you know, trying my mm. best. Say, mm, they they are going to talk the fight. Yeah, I better try and knock him out. Mm. But Monkey, you know, he's being he very guy. well yeah, versed yeah. in boxing. You know, he yeah. uses strategies. You know, he stayed away, and he came, and he stayed away. Mm. And the bell rang, and went started to walk over to my corner, and I saw my coach's countenance change. Mm. He was excited for the, when he tried to walk over to me. When I tried to walk over to him, mm. I saw a depression just drop on him. Mm. <laughs> he, he was excited when I was yeah. walking to the to the corner, yeah, but yeah. then when he saw my lip, at least when he looked at me carefully, his countenance changed, and he was so depressed. Mm. And he, you know, I, I didn't know everything was over then. I think okay, so the referee can say that that round was a good round. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. My coach are cutting the laces off of my glove. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> <It's over. laughs> oh, so yeah, yeah. I showed him that that kind of ain't mean nothing. I could do it again, uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You uh, know? Your coach is like, you look at that. He say, boss man, pass me this glove. <laughs> you're, you're gonna patch it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You felt like some Vaseline yeah, would have gone on it. Yeah. I went uh, cold press or something. Yeah. Fight is, the fight is over, and I walk into the back into the locker room. Mm. Uh, everybody prevented me from looking into the mirror. Mm. Mm. What, is, what is everybody's problem? Mm. And when I see the doctor, the doctor. Fill out some forms. Say, yeah, you have to go to the doctor. I think go to the doctor for what? I yeah. usually get a stitches right here, you know, because mm. I think that the eye, not the lip. Yeah. Mm. So I'm in the ambulance. My wife and my daughter, they came into the ambulance too. Mm. And I asked them, how would look? She said, oh, oh you can be okay. You can be okay. Everything is okay. They, mm. I'm really concerned about my eye. Mm, you know, yes. I feel a little cutting there. I know the ble- bleeding there. I feel in my lip, you know, but... It didn't feel different. I get the adrenaline going. Oh, you know, yeah, you yeah. ain't noticing much. But I noticed the blood because the blood from mm. my eye was dripping over my eye. Mm. You know? mm. And so I'm inside the, 
doctor's office and the doctor said, wow, <laughs> what'd you get yourself into, man? <laughs> and he was funny yeah. uh, from, um, uh, right there, I think Jackson something, mm. Jackson Memorial, right there in California, mm. yeah, Jackson Memorial in California. Mm. And the doctor, you know, he's there and he's working on my lip and uh, he's just washing it off and all that. And he let me look into the mirror, the little microscope thing, microscope and the mirror mm. that he had there and I looked. And I looked in that picture, in that mirror, and I say, that's my lip? <laughs> How in the world will referee let me finish that fight? <laughs> I would have stopped that fight, too. <laughs> I said, wow. Wow, but I think, and I, no homo here, but mm. my lip can look kind of good, do it? No, to be honest, I, I yeah, only, only, only when you turn it and angle your mic, you see the cut, scar, but that's it. Yeah, that's you know, it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, the doctors there in California did a phenomenal job. Yeah, man. And, hey, hats off to the doctors here yeah, in the if you, if, you see, yeah. if you see the cut, if you have the chance to see the cut, anybody, it, it, I think it is now the worst cut. That ain't PG-13. It's described as the worst cut in boxing right now. That ain't PG-13. No, no, it's not. But, hey, it gives me a bit of honor, you know, that I was able to survive such an attack. But, that's, uh, that's 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 a that's a warrior. Yeah, that's a warrior badge right there. Yeah. Not gonna lie, you know what I mean? Yeah, but um, hey, Mungia is a phenomenal fighter. Mm. You know, he's a world champion, and uh, mm. hats off to him. I pray to God that his future continues to be bright. Mm. Uh, but will Mungia fight you again? I called my promoter and my lawyer, and mm. they said, "What in the world is wrong with you? You really asking for a rematch with that guy?" Yeah, I guess. It, Toriano ain't nobody want to fight you. <laughs> I say y'all joking, man. Y'all joking. No, Toriano really now. Nah. Imagine you fought a dude who was beating you, right? Mm. And you somehow pull it out. Yeah. Freak that nigga, man. Hey, hey, go on about your business. I go and fight who again? You stupid. Hey, go on, man. Yeah. But, but, then, but then, by extension, um, is there another fight for Toriano in the in the close future, in the in the like foreseeable future? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You seeing world title fights coming up even now. But no yes. longer will I only be fighting as a middleweight. Okay. I'm moving up to super middleweight. Okay, okay. You know, and so I'm looking to capture titles in both divisions, the middleweight and the super middleweight division. Oh, um, but I'm hoping to do something back home in the Bahamas. Okay, okay. You know, I have an f- up-and-coming future world champion, Amron Sands. Amron Sands, you okay. Know, he's an outstanding fighter. You know, he's, he have had his up and he's have, have had his down. Uh, I'm on a 12 fights with mm. 11 wins, one loss. Okay, okay. You know, I'm on right. the, the great fight. He fought here and free fought a few times. Okay. You know, uh, hey, I to him. I believe I'm on is going to do great. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to showcase more Bahamian athletes, more mm. talent. More talent, yes. More Bahamian talent. Mm. You know, Toriano isn't going to be a spotlight, man. You mm. know, and, uh, my time will come again on my on my mm-hmm. own show. Mm. But uh, what we want to do, we want to highlight the up-and-coming ones. Okay. Amon Tans is one, you know, okay. and I think we have a few more there. I I know there are Bahamian boxers out there that are doing great, you mm. know, just that I can't name them of hand at this moment. I, I, I need to say something in that regard, too. You, you heard Brother Al-Assad and Brother, Brother Johnson mention certain names. If you didn't hear your name, it, it ain't no beef, no, ain't no I mean, why. No, no, like I said, I know, like I know some, like Rashid, mm. Rashid, he, but he, um, he's more of a uh, developed boxer now. So mm. I, I would Rashid is good. I yeah. with Rashid. He's Rashid, yeah, he's mm. very good. So I feel like he's Rashid put up. me out one time. Um, <laughs> yeah, Rashid, 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 Johnson, Carl Hill. Mm. Um, like I said, I don't know all of them anymore. Tyrone, Tyrone Oliver. 
Mm. Um, I, I I have a question. Um, do you is there is there even any focus on any female talent? Well, uh, Keish, the coach Keishno Major out of aftershock out of aftershock boxing mm-hmm. in Nassau. He mm-hmm. has I've seen his um his uh, statuses sometimes. He trains what seems to be some decent uh, and you work yeah, close with Keishno. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He trains to be some some decent um, female fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Torino's sister used to be our most uh, prized female fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, Kayla Johnson. Kayla Johnson. Okay. Um, I. I can't remember seeing one at Ray's gym mm-hmm. or at Ron's gym. Maybe Ron has one. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I, I can't remember seeing any at their gym. Yeah, I think Ron Ron may have some female boxing. Ron Ron is also doing a phenomenal job in boxing. At right now, yeah, he mm-hmm. he he opened an outdoor gym, outdoor facility. Okay, and, um, okay. He, in his own backyard. In his own backyard. Okay, he's, okay. He's offering any all comers if you want to come mm-hmm. and 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 have a war. Mm-hmm. With his fighters, mm. um, to he shout that out to all uh, boxing coaches. Bring it, bring it, do it, and let him. Let and, all, and all of this is all from the expense of him, not the. Federation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, okay, he okay. Did it out of his own pocket, so I think that's. It's, it's, it's very commendable that that those out there in combat sports that that see the potential of the youth, and they instead of giving up and saying, "Well, the federation fucking around," with it, they still take the time yes. to to yes. to to pour back into the community. Um, even on their own expense. So, shout out and respect to all of those gentlemen who you just mm-hmm. mentioned, who yeah. still, you know, keeping the flame going. I, 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 and no matter what, you know, they are too taking a gamble mm-hmm. because right now the Bahamas is not respected in boxing around the world. It's mm-hmm. not respected. Mm-hmm. If not even in our region, like at one time you had like the Bahamas had a name in the region. Yes, yes. we were yes. fair. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, we were fair. Yes, yes. So, yes. Um, don't mess with the Bahamas yes. when it came to boxing. When yes. we go to Carifta, mm-hmm. we didn't win just one division. We won all of the divisions. Yes. All of the divisions. When, yes. when, and we, you go to a small team. One time we went to a small team and we still won all of the divisions. All of the, <laughs> when we yeah. go, we go to win. Mm. Today, our federation has brought it to not a full stop, but a drop way back. Yeah. We are not respected anymore. Mm-hmm. You had these other countries are coming up. And respectfully so, mm. Trinidad and Tobago has one of the f- most phenomenal uh, boxing camps in the Caribbean. Mm. Uh, Jamaica is doing well. Cayman Island is doing yeah, well. Yes. Cayman so, Island didn't produce much fighters. Yeah. Mm. You know, they are all doing better than the Bahamas. That that the Bahamas. Yeah, Jamaica has come up. Jamaica has got margin. Yeah. When, when, back in the day, you know, people who know track and field, like what about Jamaica? It, Compared to us, they wasn't saying nothing. Done. Yes. And they have, a word, they have a word champion to come out of that. They yes. have uh, no, no, Nicholas not, Walton. Not just that. But aside from they they had nothing. You, mm. All these other teams had, in comparison to the Bahamas at the time. At the time, yeah. None of the Caribbean was nowhere near mm. the Bahamas mm-hmm. in the mid-1990s. Mm. None was yes. near the Bahamas in the mid-late 1990s. Yes. You know... We had Misha Major, Choo Choo, Mackie, Toriano, Johnson, Anthony Major. Yes. Listen, we went to Corifta, and all I know is bringing back gold medals. Mm. Nothing less than gold Good. medals. Yes. You understand? Ray Minus had done such a phenomenal job in boxing, mm. encouraging the young boxers, man. I, mm. I can speak from my time. Mm-hmm. Even before my time, you know, you had the Marvin Smith and Ronaldo Minus, you know, mm. Andre Seymour. They were great. Mm. They were doing their thing, and they were, you know, but we were the most fearsome era. Mm. We were the most fearsome era. Today, we are the most disrespected yes. of the most. Yet, we have the most to say. Mm. We have the <laughs> most to say, but we yeah. are the most disrespected because right now, mm. 
We can't call no shots because we don't have no fight. We don't have one fighter out there yeah. who can say they made it out there on the international circuit. Mm. So what do we have to do? We have to continue to keep our old skin. They're Carl Heel right now. Mm. I would prefer for him. And this is Toriano preferring. Yes. I'm not right all the time, mm -hmm. and I'm not wrong all the time. Mm -hmm. But I believe Carl Heel right now at the age that he's at would uh, suit him best to be a professional fighter. Mm -hmm. But we have to continue and encourage him to stay in amateur boxing because because of his experience and the time he's been there, mm -hmm. we need to keep him. Rashid uh, Williams, we have to push him to continue to be there, even though he has the great potential to be a world champion in okay. professional boxing. Mm -hmm. Let's keep him there. Why? Because we don't have nobody else. Mm -hmm. reason why we don't have nobody else because we are not investing in nobody else. Mm -hmm. Y'all think when you're sponsoring a federation, you're sponsoring the fighter, but y'all actually sponsoring the pocket of that president. Mm -hmm. Tell me if I... You, listen, if you say I'm lying, mm -hmm. then let's talk about it. And you got a problem with it, let's fight about it. Yeah. But I can tell you the truth. Mm. No, go there and you work hand in hand with this young man and young woman. Mm. And you say, listen, I'm going to help you here. You mm. want to box? Okay, I will oversee how your boxing program is going to go. You mm. know, okay, you going somewhere. I need to know where this money is going mm. and how this is going. Mm. Not, oh, well, I sponsored the Federation $30,000, but... Mm. Uh, Oh, it don't even got to be that much. Right. Say I sponsored a boxer, a flight ticket. I want to make sure that ticket is being used for his flight. Exactly. I, I heard the Federation said one while ago they was asking for $60,000 to send a young boy. Uh, what a young boy in Lennox? Some? Voice. Lennox Voice mm -hmm. off to Florida to go train with a coach from America who had no title to know nothing. What the coach name now? Um, I don't know. I never knew his name like that. I just know him. Okay. Yeah. But this coach has no credits. Mm -hmm. None at all. No credentials, no What's nothing. What's his name, man? He's from Orlando, right? Yeah, somewhere in Orlando. Mm. He used to train with Armand Santa. Armand got rid of him. Yeah. Okay, well, this coach have no credit, yet we're going to spend $60,000 or $65,000 for three months to train this kid. You know his name. I can't remember. Don't even know the guy, but he have no credit. Mm -hmm. We're going to send him, but who's going to pay for that? Okay, you send that. Mm. Train with this guy. For $60,000, you know how much it cost me to train in Cuba mm. for one month? Mm. No, hold on, for one year? For a year. For one year, it cost me $10,000, the most, and wow. that's of luxury. Mm. $10,000. Where you going with $60,000? Who that for? That ain't for that young boy. Trust me. Mm. Nowhere the money going. Mm. Nowhere the money going. Now, I, I want to say this. Um, we bring inspired partners from, from, from Singapore and Negro. We fly and, they, and they stay in the hotel. I'm a, I'm a professional fighter. <laughs> I'm a professional fighter. Yeah. And my training camp goes for $70,000. Mm. This an amateur fighter only fighting mm. three mm. rounds. I fight 12. Mm. I have to pay each one of my palm partners $10,000. Mm. You know how many palm partners I have to, have to use? Yeah. I have to use like about five to six palm partners. Mm. These fellas, I mean, coming in no training to train with nobody to get punched up all day long mm. for free. Mm. So up to $10,000 you paying for spawn partners. Mm. Yeah, some people make a living of it just being a spawn partner. partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you got to spend that money on spawn partners. Mm. But you sending a young amateur only fighting three rounds. For 60000 $65,000. Know where your money is going. going. Nah, I need... I know where it's going. I need to say this, guys. One thing... I could say, but all us at this table, we don't like man. Mm. Ruckus man don't like man. Mm. All right? <laughs> if anyone that hear this podcast, you have a problem with what Reno just said, don't come at me with the fuckery. How you could have him on your show and how you could have how you and, and, and Levar could have him on your show and talking all this shit. Don't come to me with that. Don't do it. Don't play yourself. Because 
I might not be a boxer, but I, I can fight too, goddammit. That's the first thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second thing, if you have a problem with Brother Reno said, hit us up, right? If you want to tell your side, we have no problem hearing I'd what be, you want to be say. Here with you too. It, all right then. <laughs> if you all have a problem with it, hit us up. The way to contact us is in the links and in the descriptions below. Hit us up. Say, listen, I don't like the fact that he said this. I want to say this. Oh, don't come liking mine, sending me no message. Come to the show and say it. Guess what? If you're in Nassau, you're in Abaco, you're in the States, damn it, we'll Zoom call you in. But I say all of this on my own account. Nobody yeah. else's. I say this on Toriano Johnson's own account. And I, we appreciate it, though. You know, so you appreciate it, it. nobody fault in any which way. Mm. I tell you again, listen, I say it just how I see it mm. and how I know it. Mm. My experience has spoken for itself. Yes. You understand? So if I say something that is fabricated, man, mm. let me know. And then I can tell you this too. Don't come to us telling us no story, but when you know Reno do this at 97 and he do this at 92 oh, and you know that don't, 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 don't come with no hair saying that shit. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right? If you have a problem, let's address it. I Let will, the man be here so he could address while you address it. I will sign affidavit and every single thing I said today. If y'all have it ready right now, I will mm. sign an affidavit to let you know everything I said today is proof and facts of what mm. I say. And I can back it all up. Yes. Everything I said today, I can back it all up. Mm. Yes. Mm. Vincent Strong, from what I understand, he... He put a memo out there for a selected crew to go to a training program. Mm-hmm. But the Bahamian people and the public didn't get any notification about that. Mm-hmm. This is selected people. Mm-hmm. Selected people. Mm-hmm. This is why the fraternity of boxing is still a small circle among only a few. Mm-hmm. That's why it's continue. It's going in a circle. Mm-hmm. There's no improvement. Mm-hmm. No improvement until you have a special fighter comes up and he just does something phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's no improvement. Why? Because it's a circle mm-hmm. with just a few and these particular people. The same people who've been running boxing from the time you born and, and, mm-hmm. and Moses mm-hmm. born, mm-hmm. they still there today. Wow. Trust me, I bet Moses and Abraham know them. <laughs> <laughs> My lesson. But anyway, like I said, y'all have a problem, address us and... We will also get in contact with Brother Johnson and, and we can talk about it. You want me to leave I, my information now? We, we, we could do that. Listen, we could do that. You could call me. You could hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. I like to do things. Listen, I ain't talking behind nobody back. Nope. I can tell you to your face. <laughs> These crooks, they crooks. Use a crook. You know, <laughs> and your fruits. Shows it all. Exactly. Your fruits. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you know them by the Because I mean, all, all, if, let's, let's be real. When when was the last time we had a, a a boxing event in the country? Let's, let's be all the way real. Yeah, we had the last time we had a boxing event in the country. Sherman and Dan William bring one fellow from I don't know where. He get hit and then he walk out of the ring. <laughs> man, we got to stop that, man. Yeah, I, I, I commented it. What the hell is this, man? Come on, you mean tell me people pay their money to come and see this foolishness? No, Sherman William Tank, he had the guy, he brought this guy in, hit him a punch or so. If I only last one or two rounds. God damn it. Damn no, if I only last one round. You could correct me if I'm wrong, but it ain't got no three and four rounds. He hit the fella not even a clean punch, and the fella walk out of the ring. But mm. all they're doing is bringing losing opponents here, and mm. that's all it's been. The Bahamian public and the Bahamian government has been robbed. The Bahamian mm. people have been robbed. Yes. Every single time you see these people, um, uh, these, these fighters like Sherman the Tank and all the rest of them bring opponents in, mm. y'all go look at these opponent records. Go go on Box Rec. That's the mm. official Box website. Rec. Box Rec. And y'all look at their record. Mm. 
That fellow record is a losing record. Mm. And you're bringing that to the Bahamian people, and you're asking the people to respond to this and that. When I fought on my first fight, my only fight in the Bahamas, I fought a fighter with over almost 40 fights. Mm. Almost 40 fights. Yeah, so that was a good show. It was a good show. He wasn't mm. no pushover. He mm. fought world champions. Mm. My first fight, I was on the undercard. Mm. The gym was packed out. The second Isaac was packed out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Pack right out. Uh, they, in fact, they left me mm. for the co-feature fight after the major, uh, uh, just before the Misha major fight. Mm. Okay. Yeah, people stayed. Mm. If they didn't do that after I fight, people would have gone. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know. But they stayed to watch Toriano fight. But my opponent was a quality opponent. Well, yes. Sherman William brought people who had no 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 credentials, and not just him. All the rest of these fellas come out there, mm-hmm. always bringing, selling the. Listen, we Bahamians deserve more. Mm-hmm. We deserve more. Mm-hmm. If we have a champion, let our, fam, our champion fight a champion. Man. Yes, yes. Stop saying, oh, this one is this and that and that and this. You lie. Mm-hmm. You lie. Because, I mean, it, it, you, you, can't, you can't be saying that and then, you know. You go, brought a mango salesman here. Yeah, to go, go, to go fight, then, to go fight. Listen, listen, y'all just finished talking about boxrack.com, right? God also made a little thing called Google, right? Yeah. You go and Google this nigga name and it's like, oh, he started fighting this morning. <laughs> Boss <laughs> man, you wanna make you wanna make a quick seven hundred dollars? Yeah man. Yeah, but yeah, I got one fly for you right across the water. Are you good, bro? But you are? You guess what? You guess what? You start training this morning, your fight is tonight. Say you train? Are, you <laughs> train <baby. laughs> but you can you get on the plane and you can be back home tomorrow, gang. But that's that ain't just robbery, that's rape, man. Mm. If you get hit too hard, just walk out. You sell you robbing the payment people. Yeah. Man. We come there to watch uh, Sherman William fight a fight, mm. you know, to, to watch an exciting fight. Mm. Man, you can't just hit the fella and the fella walk over the ring. No, man. I mean, I know boxing, you got to hit the fella, right? Yeah, yeah, I understand that. But he didn't even put on a show. Yeah. Man, blame Sherman, man. He had to hit the bass so hard. <laughs> Dude, the punch didn't land. It didn't land. You know? When Toriano oh, so- fight home, when I fight home, I bring in fighters them who rank in the top 20, top 10. Yes. I'm bringing fellas them who come from the gas station, pump, pump, and gas. And, and we know a day again, punching the life. No. Yeah. And I and listen, I'm passionate about this. Mm-hmm. I'm passionate about it. Yeah. And I can be honest with you. No, I've been honest with you the entire time. Exactly. You know, shoot, you ain't no pretty girl for me. You ain't no girl for me to, to <laughs> make you feel like you're pretty. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I, I, I can be honest with you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop doing fools. Stop selling the people, mm-hmm. you know, these, these, these lies. Mm-hmm. You bring somebody to the Bahamas, you're trying to boost your record and your reputation. Okay, mm-hmm. not reputation, because you're still finding nobody. Mm-hmm. But you're bringing somebody just to give the people a show to see somebody come in the ring. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to say. Mm-hmm. And then at least tell the fella at least last three or four rounds. rounds yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. Don't get touched and walk of the ring. Mm-hmm. The fe- fighters, them who do that, they only came for a paycheck. Yeah. They only came for but a paycheck. But it, it cheapens the sport and it, I'm, I'm, it, there's definitely a hit to the, incre- to the integrity and credibility of the sport in the country. Oh, man. Don't talk about integrity and credibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, should we had somebody... In the federation presidentship position, mm-hmm. you know, and he was accused accused of uh, some drug issue. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. I forget that somebody was in position today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we have him as a president. Mm-hmm. He said he was vindicated or expunged with all that. Mm-hmm. Oh well, uh, the your fruit. 
mm. showing exactly. Uh, you are, we, we, you're the mm. You know just how this play out. Yeah. You know? It's who know who, man. Yeah, know, yeah. We, we know how to get things. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know yeah. how to get things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So somebody, yeah, somebody, Annie, somewhere else okay. just do rackets okay. and some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we, yeah, we know better than yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Know what you know. Yeah. I want I want to ask two more questions, Brother Johnson, and and this is another question I really want to hear your response to. What is your relationship with pain? With pain? Yes. What is your relationship with it? Your relationship with it? With who? With pain. Who is pain? You know, you know, you you know, like you know, like the last boy who you knock out. He, yeah. it, 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 and his face swell up and shit like that. I, I sure you feel it something. <laughs> you know, uh, my doctor back in Nassau, mm. um, Dr. Goud, you know, he's the, mm. he's the orthopedic uh, surgeon there mm. in Nassau. Uh, he was telling me, you know, as he examined me and he's doing all the touching and needles and all this sort of stuff, he said, boy, your pain tolerance is really high. Mm. He said, yeah, I can tolerate a lot of pain. I ain't none of them freaks them who could hang from a ceiling with hooks in my back. Yeah, no. no, sir. But <laughs> I can um, I can tolerate pain mm. quite a bit. Something I became used to mm. and was able to adjust to, you mm. know, in boxing. And, mm. and that's why you got to be careful. That's another thing. You know, mm. when you have a mm. young man, a young woman coming into the sport of boxing, you have to be groomed mm-hmm. and trained into that. I mean, you can't just decide to put him in the ring to fight. You know, um, you have to... Build like callus around your mm-hmm. skull. Okay, yeah. You know, you got to groom for that. That's why you have amateur boxing. Mm-hmm. But isn't that something though? Amateur boxing is the feeder program for professional boxing. Mm-hmm. But amateur boxing today is governed by Vincent Sean. Boxing is going nowhere. Wow. So when you have the, the, the root and the foundation of boxing mm-hmm. at a standstill, what about the very ending product mm. you know a world champion in professional boxing you're not going to see one of them for a very long time mm. that's another issue that we have to look at and i'm just realizing mm. that now you mm. know the foundation is corrupt what mm. do you think about the head mm. and that Damn good question. That, that's oh a good my. question so last questions up what does present day toriano johnson say to younger Toriana Johnson, you get back, you get in a time machine, you go back and you meet your younger self. Maybe your your the first fight in Camp Road, or maybe your first professional fight. You just walk into the locker room, you see yourself there. What would you now tell your younger self then? Job well done, Toriano. You were you were yourself the entire time. Mm-hmm. I would never say change anything. I wouldn't tell you to change anything. You know. Mm-hmm. I lived a beautiful life, mm-hmm. a well-experienced life. I was able to travel the globe. Mm-hmm. Traveling had taught me how to appreciate my country, to, to grasp more knowledge about my country. The Bahamas, no doubt, indeed, believe it or not, whether you like it or not, it is the greatest and the best country on the planet. The best. And they say, oh, yeah, Doug, don't call it your ugly, eh? That's all right. It, it, the it, truth it, be it, told. Truth, truth, not yet. We have something that is greater than oil. Mm. We have aragonite. We have sand, never-ending mm. sand. If you look at how we are placed geographically, you mm. know we are placed between two oceans. You know the Atlantic and the Pacific, mm. where one of the strongest, one of the strongest tide comes back and forth. Mm. And you see how we are situated, where you know the Bahamas, you know, sand is forever in abundance more than anywhere else in the world. We have the abundance of quality sand, mm. which is so important to the world mm. to create so many things, electronics. 
and the glass and so mm. on. Mm. So aragonite is the number one natural resource we have here in the Bahamas. I pray to God that our country allow us to be able to start getting paid from this man. But then again, the Bahamas isn't for Bahamas from what I've noticed. It, 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 it ain't for black Bahamas. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> okay, if you put it like that, yeah. But uh, Toriano lived a life, you know, who's able to travel the world and experience much. Mm. Job well done, Toriano Johnson. Mm. Now, the Toriano yesterday would tell Toriano today, mm. continue to encourage the young ones coming up. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at. Mm. Toriano wouldn't have changed anything from yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what, what happened was meant to happen. Mm. And I accept that. And uh, I honor that. Mm. I, I, we, we really appreciate the time you've taken with us. But uh, other side, any parting thoughts you want to leave with us? No, man. It's been a, pl- a pleasure um, sharing history with this gentleman here. Mm-hmm. Um, watching him grow inside the ring and outside the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been somebody, I could say, that um, has been... Uh, a great part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, you make me cry. <laughs> especially uh, coming oh, up, wow. you know, mm-hmm. um, sometimes we don't talk to each other as much as we should. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but the but, bond is still there. Yeah, definitely. It's mm-hmm. like when we get back, it's like normally like we're never gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't um, do it by LeVar. You make me cry. <laughs> oh my God. Um, we, uh, we've shared a lot of moments. There's a lot of things I could talk to him about that uh, I, I don't talk to a lot of other people about. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. He seen me at, you know, in this type of environment that you're in, that's constantly aggressive in that mm-hmm. you tend to see a person at their weakest and sometimes mm-hmm. at their strongest. And mm-hmm. uh, you share memories of weak points and strong points, and mm-hmm. those are intimate memories. Mm-hmm. And you share intimate memories with a, with a person who who is so high in morality and, and, mm-hmm. and such an achiever. Um, mm-hmm. And for you to just say you, you, you actually know this person, because people say, hey... Mm-hmm. You ever heard of this guy? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to share actual history with this person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, I was able to witness him being a special individual because mm-hmm. you can't say a regular individual could have gone through all this stuff. Mm-hmm. To say I've seen this person who was always special and he just, and I witnessed that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And just to be a witness of it is mm-hmm. a great thing for me. Um, and I'm just glad to see him where he's at. Mm-hmm. I would love to see him thrive and do a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um even if it's it both inside and outside the ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to see him, uh, his legacy, and I would like to see his legacy end up where it deserves to belong. Yes, you know I mean? yes. I think he is one of our uh, boxing greats, and mm. he, he has edged that out. I can't say by himself, mm. but he himself had a great part in edging that out, yes. that, that future for himself, mm-hmm. and that, 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 that legend part where mm. there's not much people in the Bahamas, or not really anybody who's achieved what he's achieved, especially when it comes to his Olympic um, triumphs and whatnot. Yes. Because um, he didn't see, say he made a quarterfinal, he got a fifth place in the Olympics, mm-hmm. um, and he, he fought a hometown favorite for that, mm-hmm. for that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and for him to make it where he's made it, it was incredible to watch, incredible to witness. Mm-hmm. Um, we shared a lot of the same things. Like it's, it's, it's so much I could say. Right, you know, yeah. I could. I, it would be a never-ending story. We mm-hmm. shared the same coach, mm-hmm. and watching my coach coach him and, and him witnessing. Now, I didn't have the same. Uh, I didn't end up in the same place as him, mm-hmm. but it, it was. It it helped me. It still formed me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I could just keep going on, but it, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it's great to know this individual and mm-hmm. to share. Um, these moments that we shared mm-hmm. and even to be able to look back on these things and God willing, you know, 
when we're a lot older and mm. we're watching our kids and we can say, you know, we can be, hey, you know, 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 and we can share those times and share those laughs and whatnot. And, yeah. and, 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 and oh, I, I, there are so many funny stories we have, right? Yeah, yeah. There's several. I remember one time, two Ooh. times I want to say, yeah, or maybe three, real quick ones, real quick ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I remember one time there's a there's a guy he ended up being world champion from Venezuela he ended up being mm-hmm. world champion like right after this mm-hmm. and they came in really cocky these Venezuelans fighting these Venezuelans they were like the dirtiest dudes bro mm-hmm. they low if you if you come on too hot they low blow you they didn't yeah, care yeah. and I remember Reno knocked this this boy was a weight above Reno mm-hmm. and Reno knocked him out cold like he was inspiring yeah inspiring he was buff. like fits and Reno knocked him out cold people say. Like, he dead he dead <laughs> right and that was crazy like the the amount of noise in that because our sparring sessions mm. were pretty much like fights almost. right there yeah, 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 yeah. we had a referee that was we had a, a crowd mm. and it was, it was a packed house mm. packed every yeah, time yeah. and it was crazy and like people was going crazy I remember one time Reno hit this bike so hot in his head he held his balls and that was so funny <laughs> right? that was <laughs> I hit the boy in the air and the boy holding balls and looking at the ref. I was like, what you doing? <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. Uh, and the time you fought Adam Troopish, who was an Olympian, oh, who was ranked ahead of Reno uh, mm. in the amateur circuit at the time. Mm. And oh, we fought my. him and uh, it was a Pan Am qualifier. In Trinidad and In Trinidad and Tobago, yeah. Mm. And we had some Defense Force officers there and mm. they were stationed there or whatever. And Reno, just remember, this was ranked above Reno. He's mm. an Olympian. He was a former Olympian. I think mm. two-time Olympian at the time. Mm. Reno hit this dude, and this dude hit the ground like a ton of bricks, bro. Look at him. Boom. Like, his head going straight back. He was stiff. But him and mm. dude, from the defense force, supposed to be very disciplined folks, mm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> what? Bahamas, what? The time people praying for your boy, people like, oh, Get up! This is like they making noise, boy. <laughs> two for two in your mouth. What? <laughs> like it was crazy. Wait, that was like these are funny times that happen. But I I tell you one time I w- I wasn't there. But I remember Reno brother telling the story. I remember uh, Reno at this time was a favorite on the team. This mm-hmm. maybe like uh, two thousand and three Carifta. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Where, I think y'all went to Cayman Islands, I think y'all. Was. Oh, you was Virgin Islands. No, I was in Reno's Virgin Islands. It was like Cayman somewhere. I didn't go, and they told. They asked about the guy. The guy came up to them and mm. asked them, Reno's brother, and say, "Hey, maybe it's ba- maybe ba- ba- the one in Bahamas." He said, "This guy I'm fighting is he good?" Oh, this was in Jamaica. Oh, he said, "He said, yeah, that uh, that Jamaica. guy. No, man, we we don't even like him on team. We don't know how you bring him. We just use him to carry our bags, right?" Oh shit! At that time he go out in the ring, he get hit, and as he's getting up, he look at uh at Brandon Reno's brother and say. You guys are wicked, man. <laughs> you guys are wicked. He was from Cayman, I think. You know they have a British like, you no, guys are wicked. He was wicked. from Barbados. He oh, from Barbados. you guys are wicked, bruv. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and continue to fall. <laughs> yeah, me and my brother pull the files one day. <laughs> yeah. So me and Kyle did the same thing. Mm. I, I, I know we come to the end of the show. Me and Kyle did the yeah. same thing in the Carifta. We went, he was in Carifta, Trinidad, Tobago. And we were fighting this dude who was actually on a French team. He was a, uh, not Guyanese French, not Dominique. It was a French place that they used to go. Guadeloupe. Guadeloupe, okay. Right? No, Martinique. Martinique, okay, they also used to go French okay. team. Yeah. Right. yeah. And he was on the French team at one point. And so, Kyle's like, but that boy, he keep watching me. He said, let's give him a show. So we go in the back. I'm pretending like I'm the coach now. He's a mm-hmm. boxer. And I hold him pads for Kyle. And Kyle's looking terrible on the pads. And we making him look terrible. If you, mm-hmm. if you, if anybody saw him, they'd be like, I'll, I'll kill this boy. Yeah. So when he got in that ring, bro, Kyle light him 
up, bro. Like we was famous for doing this stuff. Like yeah. Team Bomb, we was famous for doing this guy. We were the threat. We, were <laughs> we was famous done. for doing this guy. Oh, we yeah. we we be pranking all type of people. It was fun. Mm. Good, good oh yeah, times, but bro. my brother Brandon, you know, he was a multi Rifter gold medalist also. Yeah, mm. yeah. In fact, in the Bahamas. In our Carifta year in the Bahamas, Brandon also won gold medal along with me. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, all right. In fact, on all of our to- tournaments, I, I, in total, I've had, I've gotten must be about twelve to fourteen Carifta wow. gold medals. Wow, gold medals. Wow, you know, all right. Yeah, you know, so uh, it was hey, good times, baby. Yeah, it was good times, bro. <laughs> well, well, what what I what I what I want to say, I want to start the show the way or end the show the way we started. I believe in giving persons their flowers, their due, their respect while they're here. And, you know, God forbid, you know, we have to wait until Brother Johnson is staring at the ceiling for us to recognize his accomplishments for the sport of boxing and for representing this country the way he has for all of these years. So on behalf of the Bahamian people, Brother Johnson... We need to thank you for that. Now, that's not to say this is the end, because I believe Brother Johnson just getting started. <laughs> thank, you, sir. thank you. Thank you. All right. So we will continue to watch for you, Brother Johnson, to do great things, to represent us in ways um, that we've never expected. We will continue to watch your rise and continue to be blessed by the Father. I, I want to thank you again for this this interview I, and, and thank Brother Al-Assad for making it happen. You know, the Killer Instinct podcast is in your dead son. We hope this ain't the last time we get to talk to you. Oh, no. Because I, 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 I get this distinct feeling that we're going to be approached by some people. <laughs> yeah, and then that nigga said that we don't appreciate that. Bring your asses. <laughs> okay, I, I, I listen. I, I don't I, think they're gonna come though. No, I, no. We have a lot of fighters. Them use their fists, but a lot of them don't have no balls. Mm. A lot of them don't have no balls. <laughs> trust me. Everything I said today, trust yeah. me. Nobody will. Un- they will not. They will not protest what I said today. If mm. they do it, they will do it in a little small circle. Uh, because people don't like when they don't have a chance to continue to lie. Because mm. I'm going to stop you in the track. Stop right there. Mm. You use the money for that. Yes. Stop it. Mm. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> you lie. <laughs> stop it. So, yeah, but thank you so much. And uh, if I can end it with this. Sure, you know, sure, I, go ahead. I thank the almighty God mm. who's the head of my life. Mm. You know, I thank God for my wife and my daughter, and yes, my mother and my father. Mm. You know, my wife and my daughter, Natanya Johnson, and mm-hmm. my daughter, Tatiana Johnson. Mm-hmm. She's back home in the Bahamas, in Nassau. Mm. Been away from home for so Too long. long. <laughs> yeah, she's still in Nassau. Mm. Uh, my mom, you know, Ikeena, and my dad, Irvin Johnson, mm-hmm. known as Horse. Uh, my sister, Kayla Johnson, who's the boxing coach. My brother, Brandon Johnson, who's the boxer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my other siblings and, and everybody else. Uh, I thank God for these people. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, those who continue to support me and sponsor me. Yes. We have Kay's Moses. There you go. You know, back in Nassau. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you want the best outfit, you go right there. You know Toriano always shop everywhere you go. Man, let me show you this vibe. I saw a video of Toriano. This was... <laughs> An interview he did with, I'm not entirely sure the the channel, but anyway, there was one, one lavender royal purple oh, type man, vibe. I, I was man. like, that's my fantasy. All right, all right. And the dudes was like, man, now 
what the fuck this nigga come to <laughs> fresh to death yeah, to yeah, death yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. I ain't tell you no lie I don't like Mahan right but nigga shout for true for true yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate that no homo there but yes sir I respect that but Cade Moses has always been the one to dress and you keep my apparels looking well there you go you know respect the Cade Moses and of course you gotta stay hydrated with aqua pure water there you go you know Mr. Nose of aqua pure water has always been you know supportive you know Still there. Mm. I have a lot of sponsors and a lot of pants. Even, oh, how could I forget? Uh, Original Patty is also sponsored. Oh, what? Even when, I, that, huh? even when I was a young amateur boxer. I call these names out. I have a lot of sponsors. Respect to everyone. Mm. But I, I have to give those who were there from ground up. Mm-hmm. They were there from ground up. Yeah. From ground zero. Mm. They didn't... They didn't say, mm, he, he, he is to the top. Mm. Let's ride with him. No, they say, no, we see potential. Mm. Let's ride with him. Yes, yeah. yes. You know, it takes a lot. It takes a Al-Cupure, lot to jump on that bus. Uh, with Donald Knowles, you mm. know, Cade uh, Moses with, uh, with the Stephen Evans, you know. Yes, yes. These folks, them was there, man. Mm. Original, but these guys, them was there from ground zero. Mm. You have to honor and respect them for that. And that's why I would say to everybody out there, you know, at large, when you find a young man and woman, it doesn't have to be boxing. Mm-hmm. You know, let's adopt a program to help a young man out. And you be there, not just in the finance, you be there physically. You don't even need to be there financially. Mm-hmm. You don't. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this right now. Do not think that you need money to help these young kids. Let your parents speak up. Mm-hmm. Your parent. Mm-hmm. And I've learned this for sure, for sure, for certain that, out of sight is out of mind. mind. Yep. When a parent isn't there for that child, teachers then will not have that interest. Mm-hmm. They won't have that interest. Mm-hmm. They will not waste their breath to help a hundred kids every day. Mm-hmm. You know what? They have their own lives to live too. Mm-hmm. And the teachers them do deserve respect and honor and mm-hmm. credit, man. Yes. Because I don't know where in the world y'all think it's okay to give the police endorsement, but not the, the teachers. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I too, I'm, well, I'm sort of like police too, you know, I support them, respect them in every trade. Mm. But at the same time, the teachers, oh my, the teachers are the nation builders. Yes. We need to help the teachers, give mm. them greater and more incentives. Mm. The, if we didn't have the teachers, you think we would have lawyers and politicians? If we didn't have the teachers, we wouldn't have a society. Mm-hmm. Okay. Must be all the way real. Our teachers need to be honored to the highest. Mm. To the highest. Definitely. We look at lawyers and all the rest of them so prestigious. Mm. But the prestige needs to go to the teachers. Mm. The teachers and the coaches. Mm-hmm. Without them, we don't have nothing. We have nothing. And so that's where I'm going to end mm. this note on. But hey, all be to the glory of God mm-hmm. for my health, for my life, mm-hmm. and my experience. And God bless you, guys. Brother Johnson, couldn't have been. I, I, I couldn't say. Couldn't 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 ask for a better ending or be be it better said. So my name is Ruckus Mine. Co-host has been Brother Omar Al Assad, aka Omar One Hundred. Yeah. Say yep. bye to the people for me. Yeah, you see. <laughs> Keep it at hundred, you see. <laughs> and our very special guest today has been the one, the only. The man that once held the WBC silver medal weight champion of the world. And I had the WBC continental title too. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. And I had the WBA international the title. title. There you go. You had all that? Yeah, you know what? I got the NABF title too. You know? Oh, you, shit. Uh, uh, what? You, you didn't do your research. I, I, I clearly now I, we can fight. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you no, no, okay, bring see, me on see, the show see, and you ain't even... Time to go, time to go. It's time to go now. I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but our very special guest today has been Mr. Torino... 
Toriano, sorry, D. Johnson. I can tell you what D stand for. That's okay. That's okay, okay, Toriano Dexter Johnson. Yeah. That's a, that's 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 what yeah. that's what the D stand for. But I want to yeah. thank you again for appearing with us here on the Killer Instinct Podcast. So, so this has been the Killer Instinct Podcast. Two sis.